Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Previously on Lonely Boys. All right, give me that scarf. I'm ripping it off of you, Chuck. Where is Martha's date? <laughs> well, sweet of the Empire, with a woman, I assure you, he won't want to leave in the morning. Maybe afternoon. Depends on his cardio. I was going to play nice. You think I don't have a plan B? Plan B? What could be more cunning and devious than date night? I had Dorota get chummy with Martha's maid, who came over from one of her sweatshops in the Philippines. If I have to, I'll blackmail her for the position. An illegal maid scandal. Nobody's cared about those in years. Oh, and a lesbian switcheroo doesn't make you blackwater. Switcheroo is for fun. The IRS agent standing by to crawl up Martha's ad- ad- audit is not. Yeah, there, you got it. You got uh, it. Audit. Adult. <laughs> a, a tax fraud setup. They give away Girl Scout badges for that, and I would know. I have one. I have her prenup. It has details. I have the nanny. She has pictures. Martha's ex is in them. So is Martha. It turns out it was a threesome until the nanny turned it into a twosome. Oh my god! <laughs> You students are psychotic! I have better things to do with my time. Tell the dean I quit. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Oh my god. Wow. wow, that seems like an overreaction. Are you... Were there stairs do, outside do, that door? Why do we why do we have to tell the dean? Shame sounded like a good class, if you'll excuse me. Uh, I have to put my truck voice back on. I've heard good things about the make your own pizza bar. Yeah. Can you give me a slice too, please? <laughs> hey, Upper East Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt. I am one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I am here to break down Season 4, Episode 6 of Gossip Girl, Easy J. But I'm not here by myself. I am here with someone. Uh, he, he's not going to be one of the guys that I put in a cab after podcasting with. It's Brendan Ruppel. Hello. I'm going to sneak out. That's why. I am, of course, the co-host of the Creepy Uncle Podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, Diddle Hoda Cream Nation. I'm recording live as always from the Cream I am your editor-in-chief here at Cream Weekly, Dr. Officer Cream reporting for duty. Yeah. Man, that intro just really keeps getting longer. <laughs> We're working on getting it longer. Don't worry. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's not done yet. That's been the main complaint, actually, that it doesn't take up enough time in, in, the, in the beginning. Yeah, I think Ligori doesn't like the episodes being two hours long, but he wants the intro to be at least five minutes at some point. Right. Yes. He's he texted um, me that personally. Wow. I didn't. I didn't know that you guys had a personal text thread going on. Yeah. yeah we do. Brendan. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> Brendan, let's get let's get serious for a little bit. Okay. Would you believe that we have another guest this week? I I would believe we we I don't we haven't had a guestless show in a long time now. In a while, yeah. And staying true, finally, to Lindenhurst month. It is someone who uh, not someone after our last two Lindenhurst guests famously flaked out and did not did not come. We had to get uh, two people who uh, merely have visited Lindenhurst to to fill in. But this person actually uh, not to dox them live on the pod lived in Lindenhurst for for <laughs> some time. Um, 
That's quite the docs. I mean, what, what else is there to say? A, a, a great, a, a Gossip Girl fan in her mm-hmm. own right. Uh, may, she was she was famous around these parts for her uh, extravagant Halloween, uh, New Year's Eve, Memorial Day parties. Oh, much yeah. much like oh you know the big God, parties that take place in, 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 in <laughs> Gossip Girl. It were very Gossip Girl esque parties. That's so true. Oh my God. Uh, please welcome, please welcome to the podcast, and please welcome to Lindenhurst Month, Allie Dwyer, Allie. How are you? Hello. I am fantastic. That was quite the intro. My reputation precedes me, as do many of the characters in this show. <laughs> I I can't I can't wait to get into it. Uh, you have <laughs> you have now since left Lindenhurst. You're you're uh, you're you're a West Coaster now. We could have also had you in, in mm. here on West Coast Month. Yeah, I'll do both. If you do them again, bring me back. <laughs> All right, great, perfect. So we already have a uh, a promise that you'll come back on the podcast a, oh, a yeah. couple minutes into this. Um, I am going to uh, ask you what I ask mm-hmm. all the first time guests here. Uh, what is your history with Gossip Girl? I, I know you are at least a fan because you did have an episode in mind that you wanted to come on for, which yes. is uh, coincidentally this one. So, uh, you know, did you watch it when it was on? Did you watch it uh, after? Have you rewatched it? Uh, are you a huge fan, uh, a moderate fan? What What is your history with the show? I definitely didn't watch it when it was first airing. I think that was like 2007. So I would be in mm-hmm. seventh grade at the time. It was not really my jam. I, don't, I think I was still watching like Hannah Montana and shit. So like that was my go-to. Nice. Oh, yeah. The Gossip Girl was like a little too, I don't know, never did it. But I watched it for the first time. It might have been the end of high school or might have been like my first year of college. Like I vividly remember binging the entire season on my laptop. And I think it was in my dorm room. And so I've wow. watched the season. I think I've actually seen it three times all the way through. <laughs> Nice. Like I definitely, I definitely nice. rewatched it. I think the last time I rewatched it was three years ago. So I'm like a little. Okay, it's been a little bit, but I've seen it so many times. I wouldn't say I'm like a like huge super fan, but like I'm a big moderate fan. I love the chaos. I hate all these characters. I love all these characters. I think they're all fucking messes, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> Great. I mean, we have similar stories. I think I, I first watched it. When I was in college, I watched. I had watched it three times uh, before before this podcast. Now mm-hmm. I'm getting into my fourth and, and even fifth now because I'm watching these episodes twice. If you can believe it, <laughs> uh, going through this, it's gonna be part of the bingo board. Terrifying. Now that you keep mentioning this. How's your mental health? Second episode in a row. I've mentioned that I that I was <laughs> struggling. To, <laughs> to, I don't know but if there's not a, because of the correlation with yeah, the show. Yeah, I don't separate. know. Yeah, it could be. Um, but yeah, I very happy to have you on. As I mentioned, you you did pick out this episode. You were, you know, you were in the first round of people I asked when uh if you had an episode you wanted to come on for and you said uh the episode where Jenny comes back and uh spells out whore on, on the dresses. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. I said, Ellie, I, I can't wait for you to come on for that, but it's so far away. Please come on yeah. before that. Oh, you asked and, like uh, way, way back in the day. This is so long. This ago. was no, this was <laughs> literally so when bad. I first started asking this was so this was I mean, this had to be like a year and a half ago. Oh my god. When, <laughs> when, yeah. when you picked this up and i said please pick something sooner and you were like okay the episode with chuck chuck sells blair for a hotel and unfortunately uh great friends of the podcast sean and Catherine had already had already taken that one so we had to we had to wait for so long but uh so i'm so happy to finally have you here you are i I mean we we haven't kept too much in touch since since our great high school days but i do still follow (laughs) you on twitter and i I think you're in a i I tell you all the time how how i love your twitter presence and so i'm great (laughs) to finally get to uh talk to you again and catch up yeah, a little bit this is perfect <laughs> what, what what was it about that this particular episode that uh, spoke to you that you needed to come on for 
Honestly, I don't even know because I remember when you were asking me, I think also at this time, I think they took Gossip Girl off of Netflix. And so I was like trying to remember what episodes were just like in my brain because I didn't have like the Rolodex in front of me. I guess I could have like maybe Googled it. That might have helped. But I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> That's too much work. Um, So I was oh, like, yeah. what? which ones? I like there was a threesome episode, which is absolutely iconic. I think I mentioned that too. <laughs> and that one was fucking yeah. taken. I was like, come on. Like, yeah. damn it. Um, yeah, they're all then, t- they're all taken. All the, all the yeah, classics were taken, literally. But like, all the episodes are also like they're all the same at the end. Like, it's just the same storyline, just like written <laughs> over and over again. And like, bitches are fighting, and like, I'm like, get a job. Like, everyone's fighting, and then there's a twist know. at the end. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. But yeah, I don't know. the The first thing that popped into my brain was whore, <laughs> and uh, I was like, that's it. That's <laughs> the one. Whore dresses, makes Jenny, sense. just makes... <laughs> big old, big old red letters. I was like, that's mine. This is mine. <laughs> it had. It had to be. Um, now, I think she was lying, you, by the way. That, I think that actually was her design. She was just embarrassed by yeah, it. it just, right? Yeah, I think it's exactly kind of like a surge. Uh, no, no. This was a, she really – yeah, I know. I, I loved it. I, was like, I, I wear that. Gunn didn't love it. But, <laughs> I wear the O. Yeah, obviously. I'd get, wear, I'd get wear four the of e. my friends together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That would be such a good Halloween be... costume. Wait. <laughs> yes. Get all the friends together. I had four friends. This could be us when we go to the – this could be us when we go to the Taylor Swift concert, except the oh, sixth person will perfect. just have to wear an exclamation point. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's good. Scrap all the rest of the costumes we have planned. Yeah. Um, Allie, you, you've watched the show <laughs> roughly three times. You must have a uh, favorite and least favorite character. Oh, my God. You know, it's so funny because I, I watched this episode now twice the past week because the first time I just watched it to like remind myself and the second time I watched it and took notes because I'm insane. And literally right. at the end of watching it the second time, I was literally like, I hate all of these people, but I love all of these people. <laughs> and like, that's like my stance. Everyone sucks. But also like, I don't know, rewatching it, I like I learned like new perspectives of like why people are so terrible. And you know what? Like, I get it. I'm like, you know what? That's fine. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like I love Serena just because she's a hot mess, and I feel like I identify with Serena the most. But like all these mm-hmm. little side, Vanessa sucks. Everyone, everyone sucks. Nice, you get it. <laughs> you get it. Yeah, Vanessa does suck. I mean, yeah, she, you, you can always say that Vanessa's the worst character, and we will give yeah. you a round of applause. So <laughs> that's always Perfect. the character. I mean, you're lucky she wasn't even in this episode. You didn't have to deal. Oh, with Oh, I her. know. It was great. But then I watched like no. Oh, I can't say anything. Oh, yeah. Please do Ooh. not spoil delicate, delicate Brendan about it. it. Brendan, so now, you know that Vanette, now, now you know that Vanessa might come back to the show. Oh, no. They always bring everyone back. back. You, you got to use context clues I, 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 for that I shit. <laughs> <laughs> They'll know, bring back Jenny a dead person. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They bring everyone back. I didn't spoil anything. Grow up. <laughs> um, so... Let's get into the episode. After learning Jenny is back in the city, Blair does everything mm-hmm. in her power to have her sent back to Hudson, but doesn't know that little Jay has a trick up her sleeve. Meanwhile, Serena learns that Colin is actually her college professor, which puts their relationship in grave danger. Brendan, it is your time to shine. Uh, eagle-eared <laughs> listeners God. of the pod will know will know that uh, you are 0 for 5 to start this season. You are 0 for your last oh, 8 getting okay. back to last season. I just looked season. at the title again. It's like, wait, what did he say? I wasn't listening. Yeah, Brennan, the title of this episode is Easy J. Can you break your slump here and tell me what this is referencing? I just want to reiterate how funny it is that uh, I was like, I got to see what the title is. As you're telling me, I could just listen to you, but I went to go read (laughs) it. That is true. I will say what the title is. And it probably would have, like, hearing it audibly probably would have helped me even more than reading it. Um, Yeah, Easy J. Okay, here we go. What could this possibly be referencing, (laughs) Brennan? Easy J. A. 
Brendan, you are finally on the Ooh. board this show. <laughs> You've yeah. broken your stride. Wow. How timely, Brendan too, is- with Penn Badgley was just in that movie. I know. Ben, cool. Penn Badgley also stars in it. It was a... Uh, I guess it had probably been oh, recently yeah. released. It's, recently, it's a 2010 right? movie. Yeah. So uh, he looks a little, like uh, like Easy A Pen. Yeah, uh, Brendan, you're now one for six. Congratulations on getting on the board. All right, Ooh. baby. Gonna get over that. Uh, I will line s- soon. <laughs> That's right. We'll say a, a a fun note for this episode is that uh, onset problems were revealed when Entertainment Weekly reported that Tim Gunn was displeased with Taylor Momsen's onset behavior. He oh. thought she was unpre- unprofessional, but he enjoyed working with the rest of the cast, calling Penn Badgley in particular a delight to work with. Aww. <laughs> okay, so it's kind of like the episode a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Maybe he thought this was uh, not like fiction. Maybe <laughs> Didn't he realize he was <laughs> such a TV show. <laughs> I hated that girl who had the whore dresses. <laughs> <laughs> she was so unprofessional. <laughs> That's a good, good Tim Gunn impression. Thank, thank you. Uh, there, there are some more uh, Tim oh, Gunn God. quotes that I found in the trivia sections that, that I'll get oh, into. But original air date, October 25th. Yes. We are going to start with my favorite way an episode can start with a Blair dream sequence. Uh, the mm-hmm. fifth episode that Blair has had a dream in which she is a character played by Audrey Hepburn mm-hmm. in a movie. Uh, this one is the climax scene for the movie Wait Until Dark. I am not familiar with this, but uh, obviously our good friend Blair is. Uh, and we see that it's late at night. Uh, dream Blair is worried that someone's at the door. She keeps asking who's there. And then she's like, I know it's you, Chuck. And an assailant comes out of nowhere, grabs her. And then uh, Blair wakes up. A little, a little spooky way to start the episode here. <laughs> Yeah, I I, I could tell she's supposed to be blind, but it's so funny that a blind person has such a good sense of fashion. Like she has a whole like shoe wall. <laughs> was she supposed to be blind? I think yeah, she was because she was like acting like it a little bit. It was also dark, I guess. But then later on, I she, makes, makes a, she makes a comment about like I'm. I was she blind. did, yeah. So I think the character yeah. in that movie is blind. Okay, maybe. All right. I thought maybe she had one of those maybe those canes that blind people wear that I just missed it. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. No. Oh. Okay. Um, Serena is also waking up and she of course is waking up next to the cab poacher the least surprising thing that's ever happened on this show mm-hmm. uh, Serena was so high and mighty <laughs> about not being one of the girls that sleeps with this guy and then she's gonna and claim she, she didn't sleep with him it. she just slept over and then she, here she is She, but she gets her big thing this is her big sticking point she gets up and leaves before the guy has a chance to put her in a cab she's always gonna come back <laughs> I, know. I, I wish she did sleep with him just so that like that was her sticking point like, uh, I, yeah I fucked yeah. him but I left before he got to take me. He got to give me. I didn't. A cab. Yeah. I didn't put him in the. He puts all the so girls I in the cab. He didn't put me in a cab though. Like, <laughs> okay, congrats, Serena. Like, no one, no one cares that you didn't take a cab home. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It was such an annoying oh. sticking point the whole episode. But she's the worst. Uh, she I comes love home her. and detective. <laughs> She, exactly. Uh, Detective Blair comes in to assess the situation. Uh, bed unslept in, hair in missionary mm-hmm. disarray, and yesterday's dress with today's shame all over it. I still don't know how Blair comes up with these things to say right on the spot. The, the missionary disarray is so good. Yeah, Brendan, you're always on hair watch. Were you going to say that Serena's hair was in missionary disarray? I was going to say in doggy style mis- disarray, but oh my god, <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> yes. Um, so Serena tells Blair, no, we actually just stayed up all night talking. Uh, everyone's doing the Dan thing now. Nate was giving Dan credit where, when he and Juliet just stayed up playing Scrabble. Uh, <laughs> this is what this is the new thing that people are doing. And we find out that Cab Poacher has a name. It's Colin, the cab stealer. Uh, and uh, Blair's like, oh, great. You, you showed him. And so, uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, Serena's like, no, but he has redeeming qualities. He's handsome in an old Hollywood way. He's smart. Mm-hmm. And even though he's a businessman, he's more interested in talking about Liechtenstein and Warhol, which he collects, by the way. And I guess this is what people are into. I'm going to I'm gonna change all my dating profiles to say that I'm handsome <laughs> in an old Hollywood way and interested in talking <laughs> about Liechtenstein and Warhol. I've always thought that about you, too. You are handsome in an old Hollywood way. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hollywood way. Old Hollywood, yeah. I don't know what that means, but, I, but you, you just give off that. You exude old Hollywood. I that's, Thank you. That's what people are, keep telling me. And so uh, Blair asks why Serena's here, and Blair's like, he also collects women and puts them in cabs, and I won't be one of them. So this is where she's going to draw the line. Uh, this is where all of her integrity lies. Very impressive. And so, <laughs> yes, very impressive that she didn't get in a cab. And then Ser- Serena's basically like, Blair, you look like shit. What's wrong with you? And so Blair's like, yeah, I had another I had another dream. My overactive imagination went, went at it again, and I had another dream. Um but uh, then when Chuck attacked me, it turned out that it was a she. And Serena's like, do you mean Chuck in drag or an actual girl? And putting mm. aside the fact that Blair is dreaming of girls grabbing her in the night for a moment to say, <laughs> right? I, I, now, yeah, I now need to see Chuck doing drag. I <laughs> Absolutely. Guess. That, is, that, that is a must. <laughs> I think that should be, that should be probably, maybe they could say that for the 100th episode, we get Chuck in drag. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Um, they, they really like, glanced past this because it, it felt to me, oh, that kind of sounds like Lance Bass glanced past. Interesting. We'll, we'll, yeah, very we'll, we'll return to that later on. Hmm. Um, what does it mean? Something's there. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, she's obviously dreaming about Sir. I know it's supposed to be Lil J, but yes. I think she's probably having these dreams more often than she lets on about Serena. Yeah, in, the, in this moment, I'm like, okay, Blair is dreaming of women. Uh, Serena <laughs> tells Blair... Uh, it makes sense she's dreaming of being attacked since Chuck declared war. But Blair's like, yeah, but why was there a girl in my dreams with her hair so long? And, and then she literally <laughs> trills off because she's daydreaming about her dream girl. Yeah. <laughs> and Serena has to like, snap her back to reality. It's like, can we go back to Can we go to school? <laughs> Serena actually wants to go to class on time because without the cab stealer, she has no excuse to be late. And she promised the dean she'd be a model student. Um, the cab stealer wasn't a very good excuse to begin with. Like everyone told her, <laughs> yeah. just buy a watch and you'll be good. Right. <laughs> But Blair's like, oh, I'll meet you there because there's something I have to do first. And I feel like she's uh, she's still thinking about that girl from her dreams. Yeah, definitely. It, she's, that's why she's not going right away. She's got to go take care of business before she goes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Um, Nate calls Dan first thing in the morning. Very cute that Nate is on the way to visit his dad in prison. And he just he calls Dan to keep him company yeah, so on the nice. walk. He's like, just want to check in, see if you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa's still living with her folks, so we uh, don't have to see her this episode. And they agree it's probably for the best because, uh, yeah, because Vanessa believes Dan will always be love, be in love with Serena no matter what. Uh, and I feel like he has proven that to be true in the very last couple of episodes when he was living with Vanessa, but still being going to events with Serena and be like, "Oh man, that dress is not fair." <laughs> in his in his defense, it wasn't fair. But uh, <laughs> do, you, do you think that Vanessa? I, I think we established that her dad sleeps in a like a dog cage. Do you think in she cage, sleeps yeah. in like yeah. a smaller cage next to him when um, she's home? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Ali agrees. Okay, is, good. I do definitely. Yeah, agree. I, th- I think she, I just... I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Oh, Abrams oh, that a spoiler? doesn't let them. <laughs> we, we get to see her put their apartment later on. No. Another spoiler. They're, they're all in cages. <laughs> Yeah, so sk- skip ahead a few seconds if you don't want to get spoiled on the cage that Vanessa's sleeping in. <laughs> Nate tells uh, Dan that uh, the night with Juliet was totally worth the wait, and he's like, at least I thought it was, but then she left because she said she couldn't skip class. He's like, I don't get it. I never go to class. Why Why is she, why is she think class is so important? It's such a funny tell Dan- that like, he officially right. admits he does not go to class. Yeah. yeah, even Dan's like, I listen. Don't think too much into it. Maybe she just wanted to go to class. I, I don't know. Some some people that go to college actually go to class, and it's like, no, no, that can't be. It. <laughs> and then he immediately runs into Juliet at the prison entrance. I mean, you know, small prison like this one, they were bound to run into each other eventually. But <laughs> he 
He's able to recognize Juliet with confidence by looking at the back of her head, which is pretty impressive. He sees the I back mean, of her head and is like, Juliet? Kind of, but also it's I mean, always the, the fucking the... mini dresses and six inch heels. Like, who else is wearing that to yes. a fucking yes, yes. That is true. <laughs> prison? <laughs> right. She's always got to look good. She's visiting her hot brother in prison. She has to, oh she has to look good. So I, I just I had to speak on this. I didn't know until today that they were actually brother and sister. I, I thought it was like some weird thing they were saying to each other. I wasn't sure. But they no, and they they made it clear by uh, by that phone conversation today. when he's like when he's like they uh, <laughs> we always have to like say yeah brother. he's like your What's your up, big bro? your big brother yeah. I hate yeah. your big brother is in prison yeah you're after all you're my little sister and that reminds me I I was speaking last week with Sam about a pet peeve that I've forgotten uh, this episode did remind me that my pet peeve is in TV shows when people address each other as hey big brother or hey little yeah, sister like yeah because they that think the audience happen. is too stupid to uh, figure out that they're brother and sister like I have never addressed my brother as little brother hey that little brother what's going on like it's it's insane i hate it it makes my skin crawl and i want everyone to stop doing it in tv shows the only place that it happens in the world um, yeah i call tyranny t-raw famously t- yeah uh noticeably not little sister not little t-raw <laughs> little little sister t-raw <laughs> Serena also sees Chuck on campus here, and uh, t- he tells her that the crusade against Blair has hardly begun, and uh, besides, he actually likes it here, and they've he says they've gotten someone to replace Martha, and Chuck really wants to meet him. I was hoping that every episode would just be uh, Chuck and Blair scaring the new psychology of business lecturer away, but it looks like uh, Colin might be, might be here to stay. Um, mm. But Chuck sees a couple of hotties with their badminton equipment and says he wants to sit with them because he heard badminton players know how to handle a shuttlecock. Uh, first of all, that's just a joke about how the name for the badminton birdie has the word cock in it. I don't right. think there's anything, yeah. anything deeper yes. there. That, really that's the worst, worst joke of the episode. Yeah, very embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, secondly, he's right that they can handle a shuttlecock, and I would know because <laughs> I was I was, famous, I was famously on the varsity <laughs> badminton team in high school. Just to, uh, <laughs> and we and uh, and of course we brought our rackets to class just like the girl these girls do. I'm gonna was be there, honest. Is there JV or is there just varsity? I don't think we. Knew, I don't think I knew that we had that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, interesting. So uh, really, just coming clean that you never went to one of my matches. I guess <laughs> I. I never went to high school. Honestly, <laughs> I skipped a day a week because I was bored. Um, yes, we. Famously, we joined the team. Uh, boys badminton had not won in three years, and we won our first match in three oh, years. I, I, I yeah. we were on the team. Exactly one match we won. Uh, I don't believe I had anything to do with it because I think me and Sanchez did lose our doubles match in, in that in, in that one. You but. were there in spirit, and your vibe just elevated yes, exactly. the team. Uh, it, it's so funny that Sanchez, that Sanchez were... was in badminton of all. Like I don't think he did any like like. Not professional sports. He didn't do any organized <laughs> sports in high school, and he, he's one of like the best athletes I've ever met personally. <laughs> and he just didn't do anything besides badminton <laughs> for whatever. I remember reason. he joined the football team, but then never. He didn't actually do it, but the cheerleaders still had to go through his name during, during roll call. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> That's the most Sanchez um, thing ever. Yes, me and Sanchez were, <laughs> so were badminton true. doubles partners, and Sanchez. And because there's like no referees really in badminton, Sanchez used to cheat every single <laughs> fucking match. Every time we were, every time we were about to lose, he'd be like, "Out!" and they'd be like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, that was out." Are you, are you kidding? He's like, "Yeah, I don't know that that hit that that, that was past the line." I'm sorry, it was out. And then we'd still oh lose. Oh my like, god! <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was a it was a great time. So funny. <laughs> so yeah, we were carrying our badminton rackets everywhere to show off that we were on the badminton team, just like these girls, and to let everybody um, know that course. you know how to handle a shuttlecock. Of course, yes. I, I that was my yearbook quote. Uh, I can handle a shuttlecock. <laughs> <laughs> 
Of course, Chuck attends every class in a suit as he would. I, I think I would hate him if I, he were in my classes. <laughs> I, I used to despise anyone who wore a suit to class. That was the, those were all my before. enemies. Literally never seen. And, that. Well, you went to hippie college in New Paltz, so mm. no one. No one well, knew. Like, just because I mean, you're still a suit school, what, what's going on in Albany that they have to wear suits to, to lectures? You don't have to. That's why I would hate it. People just would. <laughs> oh I, God! I, I, like it makes sense for Gossip Girl, but not for yeah. anywhere else. People that were in like the business frats. Oh, uh, like they were being forced to buy by a frat or something. Like yeah. Rushing. Yeah, sure. It's okay. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you I Anyways, bet you wore a suit to class. So, no, I never I didn't even like I, I owned one suit. I've always worn one suit, but um I, I did not wear it to class. I can I can promise you. I was wearing okay. my pajama pants and t shirts to class every day. <laughs> a good move would be to be wear like a Dan Humphrey like just vest to class. I hate vests. <laughs> even if you're wearing just I, a vest. I despise just, them. I just a vest. No, I, I can't do it. Give me sleeves or give me death. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> give me sleeves or give me death. The put opposite. I love a long. I, I put on a shirt. I love a long sleeve tee. I mean that. If I could pick anything, a long sleeve tee. That's that's the way to go. Mm, I'm not a long sleeve that's tee. I, I like long sleeve tees only when I can wear shorts with it. I can't catch have, me running. I can't oh, have well, every... that's my running attire. Yeah, no, it's good. I like I like that. I just don't like long pants, long sleeves. Too much long. Yeah, that's fi- that's fine. I respect that. Okay, good. All right, good. We're all agreement. That's settled. So, 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 so Colin's here. He tells her to hold the door. Serena's like, oh, shit. Okay, what are, what are you doing here? Uh, apparently, he's the new psychology of business professor, because of course he is. And uh, he figures out that Serena's one of his students. And so, like... Just by accident now, Serena has inadvertently started dating one of her professors. I, I mean, I could I, I could see this happening. I didn't expect it to be an accident that Serena started dating one of her professors. <laughs> um, but here we are. Uh, Blair, Blair enters the penthouse, and horror music starts playing, so we know something's up. She opens the door, and Jenny is back, looking, you know, looking like her great uh, emo self, Jenny Humphrey. And I think we need to discuss the elephant in the room here, that Blair is canonically psychic. Because Jenny came home, Blair started dreaming about her, she knew something was wrong, that someone was on the Upper East Side, just because she could, like, feel it in the air. And she even knew to look in the penthouse, because she was just getting, like, drawn to it as if she was in a date. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. are Blair and Jenny connected like Harry and Voldemort or something? This Ooh. is wild stuff. <laughs> That's a good point. Honestly, I believe and that. And that That's goes so back true. to the Lily Vanderwoodson being the Dumbledore. Exactly. Oh it's all connected. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I just thought it was very impressive that Blair was having these uh, premonitions, and they were they were correct. And so we're going to get the Blair-Jenny confrontation here. And uh, Jenny's like, listen, you, you can't murder me. Uh, Dad and Lily know that I'm here. But Blair's just like, listen. I let you walk away after you hoard yourself out to Chuck because I assumed you were smart enough to never come back. Uh, I might have been willing to make exceptions for holidays, birthdays, health emergencies of immediate family members, but I don't believe any of those scenarios apply. Uh, Very generous from Blair here. And I just have to say, I I am so happy that Jenny's back. The first five episodes of this season were so... We're so lonely without Jenny. She always brings something great to the show. Allie, uh, Jenny is a very polarizing figure in Gossip Girl. Uh, Do do you Mm -hmm. love Jenny or are you more of a Jenny hater? It kind of goes back and forth. I mean, she definitely, I, I don't remember what seasons it was, but when she was just like her most annoying version of her Jenny self, that it was just so cringy. I'm like, like, like yeah. it just goes back to the, this girl sucks. <laughs> like, like, make her shut up. Yeah. I, I know. Like, I'm a general like this Jenny stand too, but I, yeah. In this episode, I feel like she like kind yeah. of redeemed herself. Like the first scene that we see her, she's like a very normal somber she's just like i'm just here to mind my fucking business yes. i curse so much Jenny. i'm so sorry can i curse on this podcast because i have no, go for it great. of course great <laughs> listen um because i don't know how to if not. you're a kid listening to this turn it off because we're gonna be fucking turn that shit up fucking <laughs> and sucking all episode long. 
Anyway, but yeah, I was pleased rewatching this episode to see her be like a normal person. And I was like, you know what? This is a really nice redemption arc. Like she seems like she has matured after her time in beautiful Hudson, New York. Wherever that oh, yeah. Was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like there was def- I definitely liked her a little more this episode. I felt like she has grown. And that's all we can ask for. Well, that's person, good. Yes. You know? Of course, Hudson has really like inspired this growth in Jenny. Yeah. Apparently, uh, that uh, she she's now she she's now thinking that you know she's better than all of this, even though she's gonna you know she's gonna stoop a little to the yeah. uh, to, to the Blair and Chuck of it we all. all got stoop episode, a little but, bit, you know. Um, we all deserve a little stooping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't even mind it. Like to, it happens, and, it. and Dan gets on her case a little bit. I'm like, damn, yeah. shut up. Like just yeah. let her do her thing. Yeah, but also like, damn, I get the high road's always the best road, but like, yeah, just let her. Let her. No, sometimes it's not. I don't know. She's she. She's yeah she's only here for the day let her let her do her thing she, she'll be fine right um so jenny doesn't want to uh destabilize her fashion order she's just here to uh tr- get that interview with with tim gunn so that she can get into uh the the fashion design school that she wants to get into uh she just wants to get into parsons so blair agrees to give her a day pass jenny's gonna leave directly after her interview and uh she won't set foot in manhattan for the rest of the year even for christmas and so uh she's just uh not only she can't uh, see no one, speak to no one, and she can't step foot outside the apartment except for the interview. And uh, Jenny agrees to this, and so Blair tells her she looks forward to never seeing her again. Hey, I guess she agrees to it just because she knows she only has to be there for the day. But uh, otherwise, if she was going to come back and stay here, what really could Blair do to her besides ruin her reputation? At this point, Jenny doesn't really have like a New York City reputation because she doesn't go to the school here anymore. So I... I I don't. Is she, is she ever gonna like hit her? It, it looks like she really wants to hit her all up as well. That's see. what I'm waiting for too. I'm like the whole banishing thing is so funny to me. Like if, yeah. if like some teenager came up to me and she was like, "You're banished from New York City." I'm like, okay. Like, are you like, okay, no. Like, what is she gonna do? Put her, put her in the Vanessa cage. So that That's what it means. Yeah, like she's gonna catch her. <laughs> Yeah, I, if anyone yeah, that whole her, concept. Like, okay, is, well, that's ridiculous. Yeah, so. yeah I'd be like, okay, Grandma, let's get you home. It, it, it's <laughs> a, exactly, it's like amazing that she abides by it. But I guess it's, it is only yeah. because she knows she doesn't live here. Yeah. So uh, Juliet and Nate are on a bench here outside of the prison, and they're talking about how awkward it is to run into each other at prison, especially since Juliet is su- supposed to be in class, and so. Uh, Juliet asks Nate if he's following her, but he's not. He, he tells her about his dad. Uh, it, it's surprising to me and to Nate both that uh, she didn't already know about this since, you know, it was in the papers. Uh, he figured she knew, but she was like, no, I, I wasn't in the city then. I, 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 this is the first I'm hearing about it. So um, Nate thinks that it's nice to have someone who might understand and is like, oh, are you here visiting your brother? And she's like, no, 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 no. I, I'm, uh, I do the prison literacy program, of yeah. course. I, I get, why, why does she have to lie? I didn't like, know why she had to lie. I, it's I such know. a mean it's lie too. So like he, that's like saying you donate to charity and like you're just not doing. <laughs> I don't know. That's, yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why she couldn't just be like. So he does know, right? He does my... know that his her brother's in jail. No, I think he was just asking because she said that he was like troubled or whatever, and okay. that she has a weird relationship. She's with like him. kind of putting it together uh, amazingly. Weird, weird to say the least. Um, and he was. I guess he just figured, but I don't know if it ruins everything. If if Nate knows that he's in prison, I guess then maybe he could like find out who. Yeah, I guess he on some is, level and then, it. Yeah, I so know. I don't. So I don't know. We exactly. don't know the whole plan Nate, of what they're trying to do yet. So I guess 
Right. We can't know why. Little by little, baby. We're getting snippets. Very little by very little. (laughs) Every episode. Uh, And then I think Juliet does her worst uh, acting as a a saboteur (laughs) here where, where Nate asks if he can stop by to check out her class. And she's like... Oh no! She like pretends she gets a text. Oh, yeah. and she's like, "Oh no, the session was canceled. Oh no! All right, I'll see you back in the city. Bye." <laughs> so funny! Like, hey, why don't you show me that thing you're about to do? Oh shit! Like, it it just broke. Like, it I literally <laughs> just got a text. It's canceled. Oh my god! Like, no wonder even Nate is able to figure out that she is full of shit here. <laughs> yeah, that's how bad it was. That Nate. This was Nate, bad. Nate, yeah, uh, yeah his, his sleuthing is was working right now. So uh, Blair goes to tell Serena who's back in town, but she notices that Serena's looking a little blue, so she asks what's wrong, and Serena tells her about Colin being their new professor. You know, obviously, small college like Columbia, bound to happen eventually, yada, yada, yada. Uh, But Blair, even Blair is like, what are the odds of that? That This random person that you just slept with, the next day, gets a position to be your college professor. And Serena can't believe this is happening. She's already on thin ice with the dean. Has Serena thought Uh. of not sleeping with her professor has she she even attempted to think of that as a possibility i was gonna say like Um, this situation seems to happen to her a lot like she keeps she's like i can't believe this is happening i'm like i can (laughs) what we all can't again (laughs) yeah like this as i said this is the least surprising thing that's happened on the show everyone saw this she can't believe it's happening again because she every time she does it's like i'm never gonna be like that again like i'm done i'm starting a new (laughs) leaf i'm gonna be a career woman and then she just she's she's like i can't believe it i'm the same What do you mean I have to actually, like, put work in to be a different person? So Blair's like, okay, easy solution. Uh, just, you know, no, don't, don't, you know, sleep with him. Just no cuddling or art talk. Uh, he has to he has to treat you the same as everyone else. And Serena's like, oh, but I really like him, though. And he's like, Jesus Stop Christ. It. <laughs> Stop it. So, uh, so I, I didn't realize that this guy took over the position that that woman last week said, I quit. Until yes. we just start talking about mm-hmm. it, and now it makes even more sense because it was kind of like out of left field and like more coincidental for me at the end. Right? How did she out. not know this was her professor? Right, and so now it makes sense that he was like strategically put there by uh, yes, he the gang by the gang by the gang. <laughs> um, so um, Serena walks off. Now Chuck walks outside, and Blair asks him if he happens to know that Jenny Humphrey is back on her island. And uh, Blair should have known that Chuck was behind this right away, based on based on what he said last week. Where he's like, last week the episode ends with Chuck saying, "Man, it would be a shame if uh, Jenny came back." And then Jenny comes back, and Blair's like, "Chuck, did you know about this?" Yeah, so maybe she's not as psychic as you think. <laughs> she's off her game right now. She's too distracted by Jenny. Yeah, um, so dreaming about Jenny and her long beautiful uh, Blair hair. Remind- exactly exactly she can't get the long hair out of her out of her head that she's dreaming about (laughs) exactly there's some seasons where it probably doesn't smell very good i'll be honest it looks like it smelled good today but yeah a lot of a lot of greasy jenny days always on hair watch always uh blair reminds chuck that she banished her for both of their sakes uh, because people found out that chuck had a dangerous liaison with a teenage brooklynite Mm. who was also technically his stepsister he'd be socially Mm. guillotined i mean how many times does blair does blair have to be (laughs) yeah how many times does blair have to be told that chuck doesn't give a shit about anything anymore and he just (laughs) wants to make her miserable like she can't keep making these power plays with someone who doesn't care and you know I mean, listen, I, this has always been a pro-step-sibling uh, dating podcast dating back to the Dan and Serena days, but uh, are Chuck and Jenny step-siblings? I mean, they share I step-siblings very, in yeah, Serena very, and like Eric, adjacently, like, but I don't of. think that the two of them are step-siblings. I didn't I think, think about it until it was called out later on. Yeah. I guess they sort of are. I don't mm. think, I think Rufus and Bart would have had to be married to be, for mm. them to be step-siblings. 
I think maybe that, they're like maybe step siblings once removed, but yeah, I, it's a thin line. Right. I, thing, I, I guess if anything, step <laughs> siblings by marriage because I guess Chuck is technically Lily's son. I mean, the problem is Lily's been married so many times; everyone's there probably their step <laughs> Right, it's a very Aww. small dating pool. This is Lily shaming. Got him. You're, you're doing Rufus's job right now by calling that out. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing Rufus brand of Joker. But... <laughs> So, uh, no, Chuck later, later on, I feel like Chuck does sort of care a little bit, though. Like he's like he does. He definitely cared more than he was letting bit. on. Yeah, he's pretending not to care because he thought that Jenny wasn't ever going to reveal it. But then, uh, yeah. So uh, Bla- Blair's minions also report for duty here. I-, I love that Blair just stands in this one spot and the world moves around her. <laughs> like she hasn't moved and she's getting so much done. So she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna send the minions to the penthouse to keep an eye on Jenny and. Uh, Penelope does ask why she was supported in the first place. No one knows why Jenny was supported. Everyone just has uh, accepted it as fact that Jenny is no longer allowed in Manhattan. Um, back to and the she penthouse. wasn't really like sent away because of Blair. It was it was a family choice that, <laughs> but right. Blair treats it as if like mm-hmm. she Blair's, wasn't allowed to stay yeah. there because of Blair. Like the Rufus and all them was like, yep, you know Blair said you got to go, so we got to send you off the Hudson. <laughs> yeah, like, sorry, sorry, Jenny. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> thank God your thank God your mom lives in Hudson because you would have just had to gone there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's where or you all get the, banished all the people that get banished for you either go to the oil rig with Carter or you get banished to the Hudson <laughs> <laughs> it's the two places that people go um, Eric is here he can't believe he didn't know Jenny was coming back and uh, the whole family's back Dan and Lily are here too for the big spread that Rufus put together for the occasion uh, Lily is very impressed with Jenny's designs she says "Oh, Tim Gunn's gonna love him uh, Rufus is even being nice to Jenny now that she doesn't live with him. Uh, God forbid he was supportive of her when when she did well, yeah, live under his roof. Nice, but like as she was leaving too. <laughs> yeah, as, as she was getting out of his hair, he was yeah. like, "You know what? You weren't all bad. All right, get the hell out of here." <laughs> Slams the door, kicks her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, see you at Christmas. I wonder <laughs> if Rufus was actually the one that wrote "whore" on her dresses. <laughs> He's finally getting his message across to her. That's a fantastic theory. I'm going with that. <laughs> um, Rufus asks if uh, they should get dinner at Babo tonight to celebrate everyone being back together, but Jenny would rather just stay in and have Dad's chili. Um, Eric asks, since when has she ever passed up Babo? I didn't know that this was a defining character trait of Jenny's, that she can't pass up a dinner there. But <laughs> apparently this is canon. I, do you, I wonder um, if um, having your dad's chili is what Lily calls eating Rufus's ass out. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. <laughs> Jeez. All right, the last, you know, three children that were listening to this podcast, please, for the love of God. Step-siblings only. (laughs) Brendan, was that a, you know, and I hate to ask, uh, disobey my pet peeve and ask you to refer to your notes. Was this something that you had prepared or was this this on the spot? uh, If you listen back later on after this is out, you hear me giggling while you're talking and it's when that (laughs) That spawned. That was a moment of inspiration. Straight good, from good the to know. I like to have get that peek behind the yeah, <laughs> peek behind the wild mind. Of and I, I almost I almost sucked it in and didn't say anything, but I you know what? Oh, thank God out. you didn't. It's a raunchy oh, one today, and I think that will be reflected in the, in the numbers that this podcast does. We'll see. It. <laughs> Once word of mouth reaches about that joke, I think you'll see a oh, lot of man. new subscribers. I mean, there there, there is a, a feature where you can see where people drop off listening wise, and uh, <laughs> oh, I'll see the exact no. second where people shut the it off. Deep drop. <laughs> <laughs> well. That was speaking. Of, that was that was your joke of the episode so far. We have my joke of the episode in this scene. I'm not even sure why. It's just so random and in the background. It made me laugh so much. Lily just to as an aside tells Rufus like in the background. She's like, "I'm sorry, Rufus, but the chili, the smell, it lingers." And Rufus replies, "What must be the cumin?" <laughs> Incredible. 
<laughs> incredible, incredible dialogue. <laughs> it was really good. I wonder if that was so written or improv I'm so curious. Like who? It I seemed, mean, I don't know. It seemed improvised. Like it was. It's it was too good weird. of acting for Rufus to be. It, it seemed like it was right? improv because it, like it had to come from his own his own yeah. brain. What must be the cumin? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dan's not buying it. He goes straight to Jenny's room to ask what's really going on, and Eric's right behind him. Um, Blair tells them about Blair's threats, and Eric wants to know uh, how she knew Jenny was here before he did, and it's because she's psychic, as we've established. Uh, But Jenny (laughs) says she's getting a day pass as long as she doesn't see or talk to anyone. Uh, She agrees that it's ridiculous, but she's down to play the game for today. Uh, She's really mellowed, as we discussed, since since, uh, Mm -hmm. she moved away from the Upper East Side. She doesn't want to go to war with Blair while she's here, which, you know, good for her, her uh you know would have, would be a boring episode if she at, never did stoop down to yeah, just like, but i'm good i, I think if, like this like quote unquote zen jenny they keep calling her i think is is, yes. is helped by the fact that she seems like she probably has been doing a lot of singing and like her voice is a little raspy so it helps like the calming yeah. persona she's putting on that's true yeah <laughs> a, a good raspy voice will do that to, to someone yeah. um <laughs> So Chuck comes in. He starts yelling if anyone's home. And so Dan's like, what the fuck? All right, I guess I'll, I'll go deal with that. Uh, so we get a Dan-Chuck confrontation. We haven't really had uh, many Dan and Chuck scenes. Uh, we, of course, had when Dan punched Chuck in the face in the season three finale. <laughs> but that wasn't uh, much of a conversation between the two of them. So uh, Dan asks Chuck what he's doing here. And Chuck just says he heard Jenny was back. He wants to speak with her. And Dan's like, and say what? I'm sorry for taking advantage of you and letting my psycho ex-girlfriend run you out of town. <laughs> which... Uh, Good line here. Chuck Chuck yeah. does want to say that, but without the sarcasm. So <laughs> and he says, uh, "I'll let you get back to your Hemingway complex," which is yeah. I like. I like when he just like, shit talks Dan because he doesn't. Yeah, he, he gets another line later on that makes me. I think this line makes his his next uh, slam funnier. Yeah, he likes throwing it in Dan's face that he's a failed writer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan says he'll deliver the message for him, uh, and. Uh, Chuck says, you know, I did just say that my pet peeve is calling people Big Brother, but when Chuck says it, I do make an exception because he says, yeah, that's I'm not, mm. not going to argue with Big Brother, so I'll, I'll, just, I'll just grab, I'll just grab well, my blueprints and go. He's not calling Dan his right, Big Brother, Right, exactly. So it works. He's like, ironically calling Dan Big Brother. Yes. And so he grabs his blueprints, and uh, before he goes, he tells Dan to tell Jenny he said hello and that he's truly sorry. Um, Serena and Colin are uh, sitting at a bench and Colin, of course, brings up how fast she raced off this morning. And you'd think Colin would be like, oh, I'm inadvertently sleeping with a student. Let me keep this on the down low. But, like, mm-hmm. multiple times throughout this episode, he's just, like, bringing it up in the open. He's like, so this morning when uh, when we woke up together, you kind of raced out of there. What was going on? Yeah, then, like, then wants to like take her full description. as a date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> in case anyone's confused, we slept, we slept <laughs> in the same bed last night. <laughs> Um, I'm, he, we didn't see the class, but he probably did introduce him. He's like, I'll be your new professor. Uh, this is my star student, Serena. We shared a night together last night. Just, just we so didn't sleep together knows. yet, but we, we will soon, and we'll let you know when we do. <laughs> we will keep you updated. And so um, Serena, again, points out, she's like, I didn't want to be one of your usual conquests. I didn't want to get in that cab. And <laughs> so that uh, cab. Serena... <laughs> Yeah, fuck, fuck that, that cab. cab. <laughs> so Serena's That's like, she just, draws the line. just have, just have, the... <laughs> exactly, that is. Uh, Serena's like, all right, just have the TA mark my papers. Is Chuck still the TA? Uh, I, I think, <laughs> oh. think that would be funny if Chuck was grading all of, all of Serena's papers. <laughs> <laughs> or did he, or when Martha quit, Chuck also lost that position. Hmm. 
Yeah, I think there was a deleted scene where he walks out with her in solidarity. Mm. <laughs> it says, I quit, too. I quit, too. <laughs> um, Colin offers a counterproposal to this. He says, uh, I have to go to a party tonight because I'm getting an eligible bachelor award. Uh, all right, sure. <laughs> and he wants, he wants Serena to go with him. And then Serena's made it pretty clear that she doesn't want to date her professor, but this guy's still like... He still, like, wants to openly date one of his students. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure we can assume now that it has something to do with Juliet based on the end of this episode. But right, right now, watching the episode, I'm like, what the what fuck is, is this guy's deal? Yeah. Right. And it, Serena it, it, should it, it be asking that, too. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Also, like, the, the award is just confusing. So, the award is that he's, like, a, a hot <laughs> single sing- person? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> Is this an okay. actual award that they do in the Upper East Side here where they're just like, who's the hottest single of the year? <laughs> and then you get a glass apple? <laughs> All right. And so uh, Colin actually uh, tells Serena that if he decides to stop being a bachelor and get to know her better, then she can put off taking his class for another semester, which, wow, what a deal. <laughs> you can drop out of my class and I will agree to get to know you. Like, yeah. okay, great. <laughs> And then Serena's like, well, business wasn't my major anyway, so okay, (laughs) let's do it. What are you doing in this class then? Yeah, why did she sign up? Yeah, this was a very competitive (laughs) class to get into. Why did she sign up? This this is what rich kids can do. They can just take hard classes to impress their parents. That's it. What is Serena's major? Yeah, what is she Liberal arts, probably. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I have no idea. She's just doing this for fun. Uh, she's going to drop her class so she can date this uh, old college professor, a classic Serena. And, you know, she's abandoning poor Gla- Blair by dropping this class, too. She was so excited to to take it with Serena. I didn't even realize that she was in the class, too. A lot of the, that that's the, these uh, monotonous details went right over my mm-hmm. head. Yeah, I think I, Blair, Serena, and Chuck are all canonically in this class together. <laughs> It's, it's some things about like the schooling of this show really go past me because they're rarely in the school. Right, exactly. Yeah, same. It, it's more of them just like walking around campus, bumping into each other. Much like yeah. in uh, in the high school days, it was them just walking the hallways yeah. together. We never see them right. in a class. Uh, Nate could be in this class too, for all we know, if he actually <laughs> he probably went to class. <laughs> and Juliet. <laughs> so, uh, Vanya's here in this episode. Jenny's. Uh, you know, telling him the deal with her designs, she sends him off, and then she gets a call from Chuck, and we see that Chuck is in his robe, which is a nice. Oh touch. my god, and, the uh... fucking Chuck robe saga <laughs> just makes me giggle. Like, just... Yeah, it <laughs> it's just such a specific aesthetic that, like, I can't take seriously. <laughs> yeah, he has to be drinking whiskey neat with it. Yeah, yeah, of course. I I laughed as soon as the robe came on, and. Uh, <laughs> So Jenny asks why Chuck is calling her, and he says, I understand your reluctance to speak with me, and I don't want to bother you. I was picking up some Bass Industries blueprints earlier, and it seems I mistakenly took your portfolio. So Chuck, always thinking a few steps ahead, he, of course, purposefully took Jenny's portfolio. Uh, she can't believe this. She says that her interview's in an hour, and Chuck's like, no, sorry, I can't bring them back. I have a meeting I can't reschedule, as we see him in his robe in sniffing robe. His alcohol <laughs> in his suite. <laughs> so he tells Jenny to come pick it up, obviously trying to get her to disobey, disobey the terms of the day pass. Uh, new old Chuck just loves chaos, and thank mm. God... Uh, this old version of Chuck is back where he is causing chaos. And it's not just uh, goody, two-shoes, new and improved philanthropist Chuck where mm-hmm. he's like, I am a great person. And it's not even like the the super bad like sexual assault version of Chuck. It is the yeah. just the chaos yeah. antagonistic Chuck that is the best version of the character. Yeah, and he's like speaking yes, in that, riddles that... with his like, deep, low voice. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's he's what saying ridiculous things. Exactly. The we, version of him that when version. he was dating, uh, what was her name? Eva? Eva. 
Eva. Oh, yeah. Um, he, it, it seemed like he had a brain injury that for that. Like, it really did. Episode. It really <laughs> did seem like he was suffering from amnesia, and then her leaving really just cured him. And he was like, oh, yes, I am evil. Yeah. <laughs> I am evil. So, <laughs> um, Chuck uh, tells Jenny she won't have to see him because he left it on his front desk. Uh, he wishes her luck, which, oh, you know, what a nice sentiment from Chuck here. Uh, you think there's anyone out there who ships Chuck and Jenny? <laughs> you know. I can't imagine there is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to search for some Chuck Jenny fanfic after this episode. I'm sure there is. Oh, there. yeah. I would like to read it. Please forward it. I'm me. sure there is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forward it. I'll, I'll send it to the to the Discord chat. For science. <laughs> click on the link. That, that'll, that'll be the scene we act out next week. Oh, my God. <laughs> Great. That's a good idea. <laughs> so, um, so Jenny leaves the penthouse, and all three minions rise up like little whack-a-moles, and they all snap a picture of her leaving. Um Jenny should have like disguised herself or something, or I don't know, called Dan or Eric to pick up yeah. like the the portfolio or something. There had to be something she could have done here, even just like I don't know, straight up telling Blair, just being like, "Okay, Blair, I don't want to violate the terms of our of the day pass, but you'll never believe what Chuck did." And so, so like, it doesn't look like she's just going over to Chuck's to like fuck with Blair. Like right. this was probably the worst thing she could have done is yeah. just just leave without doing anything. Yeah, it, lo- it looks like she. Like you, was, you could say that she, maybe she didn't give a shit, and she was like, fuck, I'm just going to go do this. But she was looking around, like, nervous. So she could have at least yeah. worn, like, a false mustache or something. Right. Mm-hmm. I was exactly thinking of For a false sure mustache. mustache. That probably would have yeah. been the, <laughs> the booth. Um, <laughs> the minions are having so much fun tailing Jenny. Like, the sheer joy on their face. One of them even says, like, this is fine. Which <laughs> I, <laughs> terrifying. Speaking of which... <laughs> Speaking of which, what happened to Zoe being a double agent for Chuck? We saw I was gonna one say, scene. I thought she was going to double saw, cross him somewhere, somewhere, we, some like. We saw one scene last week of Zoe giving Chuck information and being like, "I'm getting sick of Blair's shit." Never revisited right. in this episode. This was in like that a perfect opportunity for her to double cross her. She's fully back in on Team Blair. Like, what the fuck was the point of that last week? <laughs> Did they forget to cut it out? I, 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 who knows? Yeah. So. Blair is reading Colin's book. She uh, she gets a call from her minions. P- Penelope's the one that gets to make the call, and she says that Jenny is just walked into the Empire. So uh, Blair makes a phone call and asks for the number for Tim Gunn's studio, which, <laughs> who did she call to get this? Like, she just hasn't... Right. Like, yeah. what, what version of, like, 411, an ancient artifact, <laughs> did, did rich people get to use to, to get Tim Gunn's studio that she can yeah. just call up? Uh, 511. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, yeah. I forgot about that. Um Jenny has her portfolio. Per, God, I can't talk. Jenny has her portfolio now, and Dan has met her at the interview because uh, apparently he was just in the area. Uh, couldn't be bothered to pick up the portfolio no. for her, I guess. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, he's with Veronica, who tells Jenny that the models are already getting dressed. Tim Gunn's on a very tight schedule, so uh, Dan tells Jenny she doesn't need luck. Also, that he loves her. He gives her a hug. Very cute, uh, and he's gonna be out here waiting for her. Love all the Dan Jenny stuff in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it seems like he misses her. I mean, we we liked yeah. Dan and Jenny stuff a lot, like in the early seasons too. We get we got yeah. a lot more of that, and it was it was sweet, but not so much as it late. had been. It yeah, it had been a while ever since like Jenny and Rufus started doing their thing where they hated each other. Dan was kind of just like, I'm I'm staying out of this. One. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess I'll stop talking to either of you. You guys are busy. <laughs> Juliet gets yet another call from prison. Uh, th- this guy must have the VIP phone package at prison because he gets like 50 call- calls a day that he's able to call Juliet from. And, uh, <laughs> he really does. He- <laughs> yes. Unlimited access to the phone. He asks Juliet where she was, and Juliet says, I came, but Nate, and before she can even say another word, uh, Protective Ben is like, I thought I told you to stop seeing him. <laughs> and then the, you they, can't- they go on. He goes on about, or she goes on about how he's different, though. Then, like, 
I wonder what what the hell is she talking about? Like, is he is she saying that he's not as shallow as the rest of the rich people? Do they just hate Serena because she's super wealthy? I I, I just I want to know. Yeah, it's still unclear. See, they're doing their job at, at keeping you know. on the hook here. To, to you want to find out, and he's, he's yeah, she's like he's yeah, not like the, the others. He might understand. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you want to hear? <laughs> and ben, ben thinks. Oh, 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 I just gone. got disconnected. Yeah, I just got oh, disconnected. Hold on. Hello? That was weird. I just got oh. disconnected and then it reconnected on its own and also my my audacity did not stop so that 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 was weird oh. but um I guess I'll just get back into it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Ben's like, yeah, he might understand uh your big brother being in prison, but what about when he finds out why? Why, why do you think Ben's in prison? Mm, I I feel like it's got to be something really stupid like like too much jaywalking <laughs> too much jaywalking not even just jaywalking but t- he's addicted like he, he to jaywalking. got like six warnings and <laughs> but it was all in one day <laughs> okay yeah so that's your official prediction we'll see if that does come true <laughs> okay <laughs> um so Juliet doesn't want to lie to Nate anymore. I guess this is why Ben didn't want her like falling for Nate. But uh, to everyone's surprise, he actually tells Juliet that she's right. He's been putting a lot on her. She deserves to be happy. So we know this can't be good because Ben would literally never say that. Like we just met this guy, but the only things we know for sure about him is that he's in love with his sister and he doesn't want her to date <laughs> Nate. And so we we know that something's up here uh, when he says that uh, you know you're right. You you can date Nate. Um, and so he hangs up and immediately asks an inmate about a new guy named Archibald. And then we see him. The captain is back. He's back, For the baby. first time mm-hmm. since season two, Howie is uh, – he's now putting the bald in Archibald because he has the uh, the shaved head now. And <laughs> I, I have to imagine, Allie, this this must have been why you wanted to come on for this episode because the classic character of the captain, Howie Archibald, is back. Absolutely. Oh, man. It's been, it's been a minute <laughs> since – yeah. Um, good, good for him. Happy for him. <laughs> you said, what episode does Nate's dad come back in? That's the episode I gotta got to come it. on for. <laughs> beloved <laughs> beloved character. Um, I feel bad that he, he he was in prison for the Yankees World Series. The poor guy. That wow, big good, good catch, oh, Brendan. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised poor he didn't guy. bring it up. I'm surprised. I thought they were going to talk about Jabba. He's like, is Jabba still pitching for them? <laughs> oh, like, well, I've got well, bad well. news, Dad. <laughs> yeah. you, you'll never guess what happened with Jabba on the trampoline the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Some really niche jokes for you baseball fans out there. (laughs) Serena's also reading Colin's book. Uh, She wants to fuck this guy so badly that he's reading his book. She's reading his book even though she's dropping his class or is planning to drop his class. And Lily comes in. She's thrilled to see her. Um, She's like, why are you here? I I hope it's not because of Rufus's uh, famous smelly chili. But she tells tells Serena that Jenny's in town. Um, Serena and Jenny must still hate each other because Jenny's like, oh, guess she forgot to call. And... Um, Serena would love to bond with Lily, but unfortunately she has uh, special plans that involve raiding her mom's jewelry box. And Lily's mm-hmm. like, say no more. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> Lily notices Serena reading the book and says it's by one of her professors. And she tries to continue. But Lily is so impressed that she is reading Winner by Colin Forrester, a must read for <laughs> oh. 21st century CEOs. <laughs> Kill <And> me. <laughs> she's also so happy that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could not pay me enough money. To <laughs> Absolutely <read that> <laughs> She is so happy that Serena's taking such a challenging course and is finally thinking about her future instead of boys. So obviously Serena is just going to take the compliment and uh, not yeah. be like, oh, about that. <laughs> yeah. Like she has like a little bit of a guilty face, but she's like, I don't really care though. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I am great, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, Jenny's in her meeting with Tim Gunn, and as we said, same, Tim Gunn famously said he hates Taylor Momsen. She was the worst person he's ever worked with. Uh, he so said she was such a brat now. on Gossip Girl or something like. Yeah, he couldn't <laughs> wait to be done with her. I something in the uh, in the trip. Yeah, Tim Gunn was critical of Taylor Momsen's behavior on set in an interview with E News. Gunn said. What a diva. She was pathetic. She couldn't remember her lines, and she didn't even have that many. I thought to myself, why are we all being held hostage by this brat? Wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, That's so he's being very tough on her. <laughs> to, that, to that, I say she was 17. Um, I'm going to be Team Taylor Momsen here. Uh, like, mm. she didn't even want to be an actor anymore, let alone yeah. on this show. So she's like, she's doing us a favor of appearing at mm. all, Mr. Tim Gunn. So yeah, maybe say, like, she like, wasn't okay, on the season fair. yet. And- they, they dragged her back like, fine, I'll do a fucking episode. Yeah, yeah, lay off on the teenager and how she was being a brat. Like, that's all 17-year-olds. So, sorry everyone can't be as as amazing as Penn Badgley, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's not like Tim Gunn was acting the house down either. He was... He was, he was in, oh my god, don't even get me started. <laughs> his go-to move seems to be uh, very understated <laughs> expressions here. So, yeah. um, and now I have to ask you, is, is that a common phrase in Hollywood, is uh, acting the house down? <laughs> Um, yeah, totally. <laughs> For sure. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you. I know the language. I get it all acting, the time. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, you're really acting the house down. <laughs> it's, it's the number one note you get after, <laughs> after all your auditions. Um, and they never call me back. Tim Gunn, uh, very... Imp- <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, listen, after you get the Lonely Boys bump, people are going to oh, be yeah. knocking at your door. You're going to have to be uh, offer only yeah. soon after this. I can't wait. <laughs> Put it right on your resume. It's going to be it's going to be huge. You'll just wait and see. Um, unlike unlike the real life Tim Gunn, uh, character Tim Gunn is very impressed with Jenny's work, uh, especially because she's so young. Uh, he's going over her resume. He interviewed she interviewed with Eleanor Waldorf. Love her. And then uh, she left to start her <laughs> own line at the literal age of 15. And uh Jenny admits it was probably too bold because she left on bad terms and her business partner lit her dresses on, dresses on fire. Why would she say that? Like, why yeah. are you trauma dumping uh, in your interview? Yeah. Jenny is really Jenny. giving away too much, too many, uh, too much information here. And Tim got not asking follow up questions. Like yeah. I said, his move is to just understate the expressions. He's just like, oh my. Hmm. and and that's it and then then he's like oh but you must have patched things up because you worked with her again and then you left town and again Jenny's like oh I was banished by a teenager yeah Yeah. Jenny's like there was a conflict with a different Waldorf she's she's really telling Tim Gunn too much just be like yeah "Yeah, I went back to live with my mom don't be like oh the other Waldorf she banished me after my dresses got set on fire what (laughs) But she's like, listen, my dresses express my take on young women today, her, their, self of self, their sense of self-confidence and self-worth. And uh, Tim Gunn, very excited to finally take a look. And the five models come out and turn to reveal they're all wearing a letter on the dress to spell out the word whore, the W-H-O-R-E. Uh, and, you know, obviously the actual reason that Allie probably wanted to come on for this episode because of this <laughs> iconic fashion moment. And it's again, so we just dumb. get the understated reactions. <laughs> It is so dumb, and, and, and Jenny's perfect... like, "Oh my god, no! Please, no! Don't look at this!" And he's I like, can't. Oh, and then, "I can't believe it! Just... How could you?" And then like it just ends there. Yeah, he just <laughs> goes, "This is quite the statement, Jenny. We're done." And he's like, like "Doesn't even want to hear her out." I mean, I'd be curious if five yeah. models came out spelling the word "whore." I'd have a question. Uh, I wouldn't be like, "We're done here." <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, you acted like it's like a classic. Like, oh, the the whore trick again. I've seen this before. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm not gonna fall for this one again. <laughs> Like, first of all, I'm very interested in this line. I love it. But uh, Jenny, I guess, didn't have the opportunity to see the models in her dresses before talking to Tim Gunn. I, I guess yeah. this is because of his super tight schedule. But that's crazy that she didn't get to look at them before they went out there and spelled the word whore. 
Right, like no last touches, nothing. Uh, it all, they, they wrote this perfectly because this could have gone so right. many... Like the whole <laughs> exactly. episode could have gone so many better ways and no, everything... <laughs> But no, Everything we have that this. could go wrong is going to go Very lucky that they had that. five models, too. Right, yeah, exactly so five true. models for that. To, well, I mean, I'm sure if it was something else, I, I'm sure Blair got a got a scouting report of how many models there were. Mm. Was right, like, right, right. She had a list of words for each amount of uh, models mm. there would be. Oh, yeah. Um, she's try, Je, Jenny's trying to explain. Tim Gunn won't hear it. Uh, he's, I don't know if this is your idea of a joke, but it's not funny. And she's <laughs> trying to apologize, but Veronica swoops in and shows her the way out. Um Blair's taking a stroll down the street. Uh, Dan sees her and's like, oh, no, no, whatever you're doing here, it's not going to work because I'm here to stop you, which is adorable because Blair has already succeeded in in enacting her plan. (laughs) Dan's like, don't worry, Jenny. I've got it on lock. (laughs) Fucking Dan. um, (laughs) Jenny comes out distraught asking how Blair, how could she? And Blair's like, listen, you broke the terms of the agreement. And she shows her the proof. And then Chuck gets the Gossip Girl blast, seems very pleased. He calls Dan right away, and he's like, before you say anything, I'm only calling because I saw Gossip Girl. I wondered if I might be able to offer some assistance. Uh, clearly, all going according to plan for Chuck. Right. Like the, these are all his puppets. They are falling in line for him. He's doing a very good job so far. Yeah, and you would be sad for Jenny a little bit here if you didn't already know that this is all part of Chuck. Like She wouldn't have had this interview without the feud between right, without Chuck, Chuck and Blair. Yeah. So you don't, you don't feel that yeah. bad. I love... Uh, that when Chuck asks uh, if he might be able to offer some assistance, Dan says, not unless it's a murder-suicide. Yes. Like, unless it's a murder-suicide, I think I'll pass, which they got very dark out of nowhere. Yeah. This would have been my joke of the episode if it wasn't for Rufus's fabulous <laughs> delivery on the Cuman line. But... Yeah, I, I, like, I like that because it was a combination of what he said and then uh, to re- re- retort, Chuck says, so dramatic, you should be a writer. <laughs> yes, very good. Very good conversation. Like, very good, good back and forth there. Yeah. It's re- um. Chuck tells Dan that Tim Gunn is being honored tonight at the Boom Boom Room. Uh, is Tim Gunn also winning Bachelor of, of the Year? Like, aren't they all at the same party? Like, wh- <laughs> why is Tim Gunn there? I'm so Steve confused at what exactly this Boom Boom Room party yeah. is. But uh, Something about this episode in particular, like, some of the like, events of the week feel small and, I don't know, this one felt like a, a big New York City event for some reason. Maybe it was, it yeah, was I mean, all the Ivanka celebrities. Ivanka Trump is there. Oh yeah, my God, maybe the it was like me, me actually knowing who the celebrities were. This episode where a lot of times it's people in fashion I don't know. But something about it, maybe that was it. Uh, they all have to see Colin. More, in, more intense. They all, they all have to see Colin when it's big. I have to see my friend Colin win Eligible Bachelor of the Year. <laughs> I wouldn't miss this party for, for the world. <laughs> if you don't want to do Lonely Boys Theater with uh, a Tim Gunn scene. Yeah, I think you need to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we. I don't think we have a. Uh, I don't think Tim Gunn's in any uh, three-person scenes. I think it's just him and Jenny. Which how did he know that Penn Badgley was such a delight to work with if he only worked with Taylor Thompson? That's, he, bumped, uh, he bumped into him at craft services. Yeah, that's that's a question for him when when we finally get Tim Gunn on the pod. Yeah. So, Dan Dan is uh, Dan's skeptical, but uh, Chuck says to run it by Jenny, and so because Chuck just wants to make amends, and so he consults with the brains of the operation, and Dan uh, Jenny's like. Yeah, I mean, what else can Blair do? Which is true, because Blair has pretty much played all of her cards already. Um, and, you know, what about dinner with Dad? But not to worry, because uh, Chuck's going to leave tickets for the whole family. Which where, Is Chuck running this event? How does he have so many tickets? <laughs> I mean, maybe, I guess he probably just got, like, a bunch of tickets in advance, because he had all this planned out yeah, from the beginning. Yeah. But so, uh, Jenny is going to uh, return to the belly of the beast here. She's going to go to one of these big events. Very exciting. I'm glad she's back. Mm-hmm. She's, she's running the show right now. 
Oh, yeah. And we are at our event of the week at the Boom Boom Room. Uh, Colin and Serena show up together, but Serena wants to walk in separately because uh, Lily was so proud of her for taking his class. She doesn't want her to uh, read in the New York Times that now she's dropping it, which slow news day for the New York Times that they're going to be reporting on what classes <laughs> that Serena's dropping. <laughs> the news that this show reports on, I'm like, who in what world is this? No. No. <laughs> front page news. Serena oh. drops psychology of business. <laughs> Who the front fuck? page? Uh, extra, extra. <laughs> so Colin asks Serena, why not just tell her? And she's like, because then she'd think I'm choosing a man over my future again. And you are. Isn't that what she's doing? Like, am I, <laughs> you am I missing something? Are. Like, yeah, that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> it's funny because they do act like her taking this one class is the path to her being like a that's, CEO. Yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. This would change everything. Change everything. She's I mean, failing out of that class. I mean, Colin should have been like, Aren't you doing just that? And then Serena would be like, "No, I didn't get in the cab. What part of what part of that don't you understand? <laughs> what did you get? I walked home this morning." <laughs> so, um, what? And again, Colin just seems like I, I don't understand Colin's deal, where he's just like, "Oh, let's just tell people. Who cares?" Like, I, now that he's been in two episodes, I guess Brendan, before you had the big reveal that uh, he knows Juliet is and is some kind of cahoots with her, did you have a better read on this guy and what his deal was? No, I I didn't have any read on the guy until the reveal, and then I, I, I still wasn't like a, a fully realized and then, reveal that until less, that makes it, even less. Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then once we talked about it here, I'm like, oh, I, I sort of see. But now that I know what his intention is, where I am starting to know, I, I guess he it works for their plan that he makes this public somehow. I, right. I, maybe that, that somehow is... ruins Serena's reputation more than it does his because he's like a fake professor and it doesn't really matter to him. Yeah, um, oh, so, no, no, I'm here, don't worry. Makes um, too much sense. <laughs> yeah, whenever, yeah. <laughs> whenever you, you get too close to the truth. Yeah. No, but yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I mean, the, I guess Juliet, I mean, I guess at the very least, it makes uh, Colin's uh, deranged behavior of uh, going out to the tab whenever Serena is trying to go to class every morning, uh, yeah. a, a little, <laughs> if he a has a sensible. purpose with this, but yeah, so... Um, it's time for a double take here because Lily and Rufus greet their old friends Ivanka Trump and oh Jared Kushner at the party. Which, what are they doing on Gossip Girl? I forgot that that happened, yeah, I and I literally like gasped at when he was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it, it was gasp-worthy. Spit take. Yes, I mean Ivanka even thanks them for coming. Is this yeah. their event? I, I I guess it is. I, we may have to do a ranking of all the Gossip Girl cameos. This is like yes. so insane. I, I feel like it probably wasn't even that huge of a deal back back then, and as much as it is now, I think they're bigger celebrities in 2023. Oh, yeah, yeah if, if you if you want to call them Celebr- celebrities. Yeah, yeah. Mm. people of notice. They, yeah, they definitely are uh, bigger people of note um, yeah. <laughs> these days. Um, Serena sees her mom. Uh, Lily recognized Serena's professor from the book jacket photo, and she is uh, smitten with how handsome he is. And, and Serena tries to tell Lily, she's like, listen, I know you think it's important that I take his class, but, and Lily just cuts her off, and uh, she's like, listen, it's not the class I'm concerned about. I'm just so proud of the student you're becoming. <laughs> it seems that all Serena had to do was, like, take a hard class and go to class for her yeah. mom to finally be accepting of her. Well, all season, was it season three? All she wanted Serena to do was just go to a school. So that that's that's all it takes. Right. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. And now that she's here, Bare she's minimum. like, "This is literally all I wanted, Serena. Thank you." <laughs> yeah. As long as you are not wasting your time fucking your professors, this is it. This is it. I, I think she just wants You've Serena to do it. everything that she didn't do. Like, she, all I did was fuck my professors and date CEOs. So just please do the opposite. Yeah. 
And then uh, at that moment, Colin comes over and completely blows up our spot. I, he I don't care if he just you didn't know this was Serena's mom. <laughs> this was too much. This was too much, man. Shouldn't sh- <laughs> first of all, shouldn't he know what Lily looks like anyway? Like Lily is yeah. kind of a big deal on, on the yeah, Upper East Side. Does. It's weird. It's weird that he doesn't know who she is. And then he's just like he comes over as she's talking to like someone he doesn't recognize, and he's someone like, that looks like her because it's yeah. a mother to a daughter. <laughs> He's like, who cares? Let's tell your mom. I what? Do, what does he say? He's, he's like, I, I could be your future. I don't care. Who yeah. knows? And then he's like, oh, I mean, first of all, what is it about Serena that makes these guys go absolutely insane? For her? Like this guy was a bachelor his whole life to the point where he's sending a different girl out to another a cab every morning, famously winning an award for how much of a bachelor he is. And then one night with Serena and he wants to start planning his future yeah. with her. He's that uh, that chatty insomniac. He, they, they had a great. Mm-hmm talk last night whatever it was about well i guess it was about his uh warhol collections and warhol collections yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. and so he kisses serena introduces himself to lily and she's like yeah so i'm serena's mom um i just heard everything loud and clear and uh now i'm disappointed in serena again so thanks for that (laughs) but this book is still so good i'm gonna keep reading this but winner uh, uh, (laughs) winner by colin forrester is still such a good fucking read (laughs) have you read chapter 16 on reverse psychology crazy that colin invented that (laughs) <laughs> he invented reverse Lily, psychology. Lily canonically did not know what reverse <laughs> psychology was until she read Winner by Colin Forrester. <laughs> it's also kind of crazy. I think, uh, like I think 16 it, I, chapters in like a day is a lot. Like she was really burning through that. Yeah, right? She's, She's going for it. really going through this book. <laughs> that she was just skimming looking for reverse psychology. It's like, oh, perfect. Here we go. <laughs> oh, this seems interesting. <laughs> but it, it was a I can, I can we... use this to I can use this to insult my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> did we learn today that her last name has been changed to Humphrey? Have, or have we known that? Because I, I feel like she's been going by Lily Bass for I forget. quite a while. Oh, yeah. I even think even Humphrey, during even this though, marriage. Uh, even though Eleanor tried to change it back at one, at one of the parties, I think, I I think mm. it is. Uh, I I mean, we know for sure now it is it is canonically Humphrey. Yeah, that sucks for her. El- El- Eleanor, be damned. Um, Blair, yeah, it does suck for her. Um, Blair is asking for a status report. Uh, she's lounging in a chair with cucumbers in her eyes, <laughs> and uh, the minions report that Jenny is at the observer party. And Penelope brags, "We followed her here." Like the minions continue to be super impressed with themselves for having the ability to follow someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I it's I was impressed with their timing in the taxi. I, I feel like that she could have easily gotten away from them, but once you yeah, follow I mean, her a little did, bit, they definitely they, they did know where job, she's going. So. I, I guess they had to get yeah. into the party, which maybe was part of the issue. But they're in there, right? But then they uh, then they you know their usefulness has run out because they tell Blair they're having some trouble getting in. So Blair says, uh, "This isn't Congress. Accomplish something." Which devastating burn on Congress. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Um, <laughs> Later on, getting in there wouldn't wouldn't be so difficult uh, in like ten plus years. Um, sure, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I guess Blair could have probably done something to help them get in more easily. But I, I guess this is more of a test to see if if they're worth her while. They do get in. Did they explain how they got in? They didn't explain. I don't think. No. Well, good for them. They did it. As we see, uh, Chuck they, they found one of it. Chuck's extra tickets lying on the floor somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Chuck has so many, they're just falling out of his pocket <laughs> as he arrives with his uh, badminton babes and re- walks right past the minions. Um, Jenny has found Tim Gunn. She does interrupt him while he's in the middle of a conversation, which is an interesting choice to, to yeah. try to get your second ch- chance. But um, <laughs> she reintroduces herself and. Uh, she says, uh, she, she's like, the dresses weren't supposed to be like that. And all of a sudden, Tim Gunn has to act concerned again. Oh, dear. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> if he was going to listen to Jenny right away, why couldn't he just hear her out in the moment? Yeah. Like, she does really say anything so... differently than she was trying to say <laughs> yeah. in the first place. Yeah, he's like, as I was saying, 
like that wasn't what I was trying to do. Now let me just say it again in a different setting. Like, was he really so taken aback by the horror clothes? Yeah, let me interrupt you to, and then say it. <laughs> yeah, he had to get out of there immediately. <laughs> like, so Jenny just really needs him to know that that's not who she is or what her work's about, and she really needs a second chance. And so uh, Timothy tells her that he can arrange for another interview. This seemed way too easy. Uh, Br- Brendan, you yeah. must have been looking at the runtime knowing that something else would have to happen. <laughs> you know me, my runtime, of course. <laughs> Always so, so, so much. And even like, I, I, I don't do that as much anymore, but the way that this season has been going so far, I'm like, there, there's got to be like, at least like two, like two more twists before this show can end. Yeah. We ended like three twists an episode at this yeah. point, <laughs> which is why I love the, the first half of the season so much. It's, no, yes, so it's, been, it's been very good. Yeah. And so, um, Tim Gunn's like, uh, you know, when Veronica told me that Chuck Bass wanted us to meet, and Jenny's like, wait what? a second. What? <laughs> Chuck called you? And she's uh, putting some pieces together here. Um, Nate's on the phone. Looks like he's trying to track down an inmate. He hangs up and Juliet walks in with no prodding. It wasn't even like Juliet was like, who are you yeah. on the phone with? What, what's going on? Are you calling the... Like, Juliet walks in and it's like, yeah, sorry. I thought that after our meetup, you know, your brother might be an inmate. So, I, you know, I was too embarrassed to tell you. So I'm calling there, which, uh, you know, sorry, I'm just paranoid. Weird move by him doing that. And then also we're <laughs> just telling her right away that he did. Yeah. <laughs> he's not trying to be a liar. He's, he's trying to be honest. He's a nice guy, Nate. Nice guy, Nate. He couldn't take the pressure of, of even the thought of having to lie to her when she walked no, in. he's not a good then, liar. <laughs> then he's pretty much like, a, it's no excuse, but uh, every single new girl that I date has a secret ulterior <laughs> motive and is like always playing me, so I'm a little paranoid. And I love Julie's that he like, oh, says it. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what? Never could be me. No, of course, of course I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and I think it might be happening again right now, but I'm not totally sure. <laughs> so uh, Nate just wants to make sure they're open with each other. And Juliet's like, I want the same thing, which is why I came over. And it looks like she's about to tell her some things about her family. But before she can, Nate gets a call from the prison. The captain has been jumped by some inmates and is in the infirmary. Um, I-, I thought this was a white-collar, low-security prison. Like, Juliet's hot brother. That's better watch be. out. Yeah, People yeah. are getting their ass kicked. I mean, Juliet's brother behind it because uh, <laughs> Nate, uh, Nate goes to check on his dad. Julia gets a text from Ben. Did you get my message? Uh, Brendan, did you think this was, like, a new that he had sent him based, based on uh, <laughs> what their relationship has been so far? Stick pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the message is that uh, he uh, sent his goons to beat up uh, Nate's dad. What does this accomplish? I, I guess, I uh, like, stop talking to Nate or I'll fuck his dad up? I'll fuck his dad. Yeah, I guess, but it's like... <laughs> or I'll fuck his dad instead of you. I will fuck his dad. First I hit him, and then, then I fuck And then him. you'll be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> he likes so, me. <laughs> uh, Eric is asked Jenny what happened, and before she can answer, the minions walk in, and uh, Penelope says it's just like old times, which it really is. Uh, you know, the whole gang is back here. And so Jenny asks what she's doing here, and Zoe counters back by asking what she's jo- doing here. Uh, Jenny should be like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> she really should be. She acts like she's she knows so aggressive she when she walks in. When she walks, she's like, <laughs> she's like, what are you doing here, Jenny? You suck. <laughs> like, aren't you a pathetic loser? Aren't you in college? she's like what what is a pathetic loser like you it could have done to get blair all riled up that we had to follow you around all day and imagine uh, being like a sophomore in college and then going and finding like a a high school kid that doesn't go to a city school anymore (laughs) and going and like bullying her never (laughs) and and so uh jenny's finding out that no one knows why blair hates her so much and she seems a little amused by this because now jenny has some power as well and once you give jenny a little bit of power she knows exactly Mm. how to use it so um 
Zoe reports that Blair's here, so you're in trouble now. And she also looks a little turned on by this for some reason. (laughs) Also, keep in mind, this minion minion is canonically Team Chuck, which they have forgotten about. Um, Or I I guess it was just a one-time thing because Blair yelled at her last episode. Now she's just back with Blair. And to make things even more confusing, I believe... That this is Amy Santiago. Uh, I believe Amy Santiago is going to the oil rig after this episode. I'm pretty sure this Ooh. is Melissa Fumero's last episode on this show. So long. I, I, so we get nothing. She went out with a bag. The oil rig. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, not the oil rig with t- clocking in for a shift with Carter Carter Mason. <laughs> <laughs> so Jenny Jenny's uh, now been completely roped back into the Upper East Side hijinks and. Uh, I can't really blame her because she she says it. If they won't stop, why should I? And uh, it looks like she's about to do something drastic on her phone. Eric's begging her to stop, but Jenny I'm, I'm is. With this uh, I like it. Is she, why would she it. care anymore? She doesn't even live here. Yeah, so I'm do it. yeah. I'm for I'll it. I'm for it. it. You, you like guys it, deal with this shit. Obviously, it, it would affect them more than it affects her. So hit that send button, baby. Yeah, it's a net positive <laughs> for Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> Blair has arrived. She pushes by Chuck. Uh, it immediately hits her, and she's like, "Oh." You were behind this all along. And, uh, you know, she's just telling Chuck, like, everything that he was behind. And Chuck's just standing there looking very pleased with himself. And he's like, I told you I wouldn't rest until you were destroyed. Inviting your old sparring partner back was just my way of avoiding doing all the dirty work myself. Jenny always had a talent for making your life a living hell. And all Blair can say is, you've gone too far. And she's like, this whole, like... During this whole war, Blair has been completely, like, unmatched against Chuck in this war. I, I, Chuck, Chuck is the only one who wants the war to happen, so he does have an advantage. <laughs> but you would think that Blair Waldorf, of all people, could fire something back. Thinking she's mm-hmm. got, like, a team behind her, too. Yeah. Yeah, Chuck has been running circles around her the last couple of episodes. Yeah, it's embarrassing. It's not, not a good showing. So... Blair once again tries scaring Chuck by telling him that bringing Jenny back puts both their reputations at risk. I mean, I think he knows that at this point. She's only told him nine times in this very episode, but uh, Chuck tells Blair that the pleasure he gets from watching Blair squirm is immeasurable, but he doubts Jenny will talk because uh, she thinks she's above it all, but little Humphrey still cares about what people think, and uh, I wouldn't be so sure, because it seems like Blair's actions have made Jenny uh, reconsider that. Uh, Because just as Chuck says that every single person at the party gets a Gossip Girl blast, Looks including like Tim York's, Gunn, including Tim Gunn, <laughs> yes, including. Uh, do you think? Do you think oh Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner also get a uh, Gossip Girl, or were they confused Absolutely. as to what was going on when Blair makes her <laughs> announcement? Because <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, for the Tim Guns of the world, or anyone that doesn't follow Gossip Girl, Blair just randomly saying Jenny's lying. Right here, screaming. Out, yeah. <laughs> I was I was wondering <laughs> that too. Like I was l- watching that, and like if, if there's a chance that. Like, only three quarters of the people are here are getting this yeah. message, and then the people that are here, this girl yelling, are like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> what the fuck is Blair talking about? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Tim Gunn voice is I love her mother, but this is going a little too... <laughs> I love Eleanor, but Blair's gone a little <laughs> crazy. Um, looks like New York's best-kept secret is finally out. Turns out little Jay didn't lose her V-card to Damien Dalgard. She waited and chucked it away with her stepbrother. Guess that explains the Humphrey and Hudson. Hell hath no fury like a Waldorf scorned. Mm. Great work by Gossip Girl here. Yeah, that was uh, good. Yeah. Chuck's gonna go with their stepbrother is a really great line. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, seeing the look on everyone's face as they read the blast is priceless, and this is huge for Gossip Girl because after last episode, she really needed something big to report after that false report fiasco last week. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jenny couldn't have come at a better time. <laughs> yeah, and really this redeeming. Is not going to be a, a false Girl. reporting. This comes straight from the horse's mouth. Hey, I fucked Chuck. <laughs> I'm sure it was what she texted. <laughs> hey, Gossip Girl, I fucked Chuck. <laughs> I fucked Chuck. Not Damien Dog. Blair, as we said, immediately in damage control mode, yelling at the top of her lungs that this didn't happen. Uh, and Blair claims that Jenny is just putting the blast out to humiliate Blair. She tells Chuck to tell everyone it's a lie, but then Jenny comes up right behind her, and she's like, 
Blair, give it up. Everyone knows I did and who I gave it to. <laughs> wow. Bra- bravo, Jenny. What an what an entrance to this. And uh, they really don't like saying like they they on Gossip Girl they use the card and then when they talk about it back and forth she says like gave it away like they were, they don't like to say the word virginity. That is true. They don't they shy away from uh saying the old V word. But whore is <laughs> right, fun. Like, I didn't know it was whore such a bad in big word. old letters. <laughs> um, Gossip Girl even announces that Lil J got the last laugh. At this point, I was just hooting and hollering while watching the episode uh, <laughs> in, in my living room. I was pumping my fist. I was I was hyped. <laughs> it was good. I, yeah, was, I mean, what what a, what did it return for her? Did she just like seriously? I, I there's definitely a few episodes that I don't fully love Jenny, but I'm, I'm still overall like a yeah a huge fan of her. She's one, one of my favorite characters, and, and these are the episodes that make her one of my favorites like she hasn't been here in a while and then she comes back and immediately makes an enormous impact yeah very redeeming and this is this is the only thing the season has been missing so far so it was great to see her um jenny's gonna be drinking by herself now and dan sits down next to her and asks if she's okay he's not sure what happened in there but it seems bad and uh, jenny says she's a little embarrassed but did you see their faces blair looked like she might cry which yeah (laughs) if you're jenny seems worth it to me so um, absolutely and she's like, listen, I just did what I need to be done. And Dan's like, listen, that's what Blair and Chuck would have done. But, you know, I, I was proud of what you become. And uh, if this is what happens after a day back, then maybe Blair was right after all. And you should go back to Hudson, which at this point I was like, you know, for the most part, I like the Dan and Jenny scenes. But this mm. one I was like, shut the fuck yeah, up, like, Dan. Shut up, Dan. Yeah, God damn it. absolutely. <laughs> I'm with Let you. Let her do her thing. You he's such a buzzkill. Dan, you have your own fucking shit to worry about with Vanessa. Yeah. He's, he's, just, he's being a big She's brother in the cage. today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's in the cage. Back in her cage, not doing fine. And uh, yet, Dan wins a Big Brother of the Week award. So, uh, Serena, I, I guess Dan and uh, and Hot Brother Ben were the only ones in contention. So, Dan wins that one on a landslide. <laughs> Serena's explaining herself to Lily. And Lily's like, listen, you don't need to apologize. I get it. I, you know, I, I understand the allure of a powerful man. I married Bart Bass, after all. A little rude to rule out Rufus there. Don't forget about Rufus as yeah. he talks about I was his waiting smelly, for, his for smelly human chili. Where she's going to, like, incidentally, like, shit talk him while he crept up behind her. <laughs> yeah, after all. Like, you'll start dating all, uh, below you like like I eventually did. <laughs> yeah. After all, I married Rufus as Rufus comes up behind her. It's like, Lily, smell this chili. Does it still smell bad? <laughs> bending over, pointing at his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then the conversation takes a turn when Lily's like, listen, we both know you would have switched to classes more your speed eventually. And, and like, there's a Lily we know and love. And <laughs> like, so like, what? You don't think I could have passed a business class? And Lily just nonchalantly replies, well, we'll never know now, will we? And honestly, she's completely right. They'll yeah. never know because we'll Serena just listened know. to Colin and dropped the class. Yeah, She's awesome. Love yeah, that's great. And what else? Is she? She's like, a pretty girl like you could get the attention of a Colin Forrester without an education, so why even bother? I, like, At first, I thought that Lily was just doing her classic thing of not even realizing she was completely murdering someone no, I with can, her I, words, can I know my Lily very well. I, I knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Right. At this point, when she delivers that line, I was like, okay, she must be doing this on purpose. Yeah. And really, Rufus doesn't ca- catch on, though, because he's like, uh, being a little uh, tough there. And she's like, no, no, no. I read... In chapter 16, I, I've been reading all day, chapter 16, Colin invented this thing <laughs> called reverse psychology, and that's what I'm using on Serena right now. I wish, like, after the Lily conversation with Serena, we cut back to Rufus, and she's about to talk to him, he's like, what's wrong? And he's just, like, mouthful of chili, eating a bowl that he brought it from home. <laughs> I love this new so... this new theme of chili and Rufus. It feels very fitting yeah. for him. It does. Waffles for breakfast, it'll, it'll chili, for, for, him, for, chili for dinner. Yeah. He would be a chili boy. Um, chili man. 
Oh, that's that's the new shirt. I think on the front we have Rufus uh, making waffles, waffles for breakfast, and on the back we have him stuffing his face with chili and chili for dinner. Ravenously on all fours. Please get on that. uh... Frothing at the mouth. (laughs) All fours. (laughs) Eating chili out of like a dog bowl. (laughs) New contest: the fans fan art. Please draw this. With a little, with a little bell around his neck. I don't know why Rufus is a dog now. <laughs> well, in a cage with Vanessa. <laughs> and yeah. all full circle. Oh well, this is our other theory. You don't know this, but my other theory is that Rufus and Vanessa have been an ongoing thing for a few seasons. Now. Yes, Brennan's. You know, I Brennan's believe running theory is that uh, that feels really fitting. Rufus and Vanessa have had a fling. I there is some evidence the there. Yeah. And my fling is, of course, that uh, Blair. I mean, my fl- my theory, of course, uh, is that Blair is in love with Serena, which I, I also think yes, is uh, canon. I really point. like that theory. Um, I never thought about that until today, and now it's all I'm going to think about for the rest of my life. <laughs> no, yeah, rewatch the series through the lens of Blair clearly being in love with Serena, and I think you will find that uh, all the pieces <laughs> add up here. Oh yeah. Uh, so, uh, Nate visits his dad in the infirmary. He asks what happened, and I was like, I have no fucking idea. I was reading in the library one minute, and the next minute, someone was taking <laughs> batting reading Winner by Colin. Have you read the new... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Literally everyone in this episode is reading. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't know. I read chapter 16, so when the guy came up to me with the dictionary, it was like, <laughs> it was like, you really want to beat me up right now. I was trying to use reverse psychology. <laughs> it didn't work. He's you want to hit me. me. <laughs> So, um, good son Nate asks the captain if they're giving him anything, but how he's like, no, 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 I'm still on the wagon. Nothing stronger than a Tylenol, and uh, he <laughs> nothing stronger than lets... some Xanax. Yeah, <laughs> and of course I snuck my cocaine in. I've been doing some of that, but that's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Uh, they also let Mrs. Captain know, but she couldn't bother to come down. And uh, Nate tries to make excuses for her, but the captain's like, "Listen, it's okay. Yeah, she's got two enormous dogs to worry about at home." So she can't, <laughs> I bet she they fucking bother. mauled her. She's dead. Yeah. yeah, we haven't heard from her in a while. Um, Those beasts! Nate, oh my god. Nate just wishes she could see how great he's doing now, but the captain says that Nate's seeing it, and that's good enough for now. Um, Nate tells his dad to stay safe until then. No reading, and they both laugh because they know Nate can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Like Nate later on, like in the post post credit scene, he's like, "Where's chapter 16? The, the book's upside down." <laughs> oh, I was gonna make that upside down book joke. Yeah. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> Some jokes write themselves. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> Remember, not too long ago, when we considered the captain to be one of the worst parents on the show. Like, don't look now, but is Howie Archibald actually kind of likable now? It is kind of funny that the first time we really see him, besides like the side of his face, is him just, the shit has been beaten out of him. He's yeah. back on the show. I got my shit rocked and now I'm kind of a good guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they must have been beating me up because I was such a bad father. I'm going to be better for now. <laughs> um, Jared Kushner gives Colin the stupid award and Colin thanks him and then thanks Ivanka for marrying him so that someone else could win Bachelor this year. And oh, you want me to believe that this... That this ugly goofball was winning Bachelor of the Year every year. year. Lizard man. First of all, what what is this award? I don't understand it. What is this party? What are we all doing here? (laughs) No idea. Usually, Jared's like, I usually throw this award every year to to remind people of how hot of a Bachelor I am. But now I guess I'll give it to someone else this year. What the fuck is this? I mean, of all the excuses to get people in the same room, this is one of the ones that are more out there. (laughs) Mm. <laughs> I, 
yeah, someone, if anyone knows what this party was back in the day, I believe they referred to it as the observer ball in the in the boom boom room or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> please, if we have a listener that was at this party, please let yeah. me know what was happening. It's like the, mad the boom boom room is the point. bathroom at the at the Rufus has chili. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I saw where that joke was going halfway through and started laughing before you even finished it. This is one of the best kind. uh, Colin's making a speech saying he'd give up the honor for the right woman. And Serena Serena hears this, but it's like, all right, Lily, let's let's get the fuck out of here. And Colin's like, what the fuck? And like, why did Serena have to dramatically leave and take Lily with her to prove her point? Lily leaving a room always makes a statement. Yeah, exactly. Um, Blair confronts Chuck outside. They're arguing over whose fault it is that Jenny did this. And it uh, seems like Chuck, as we said, cares a little more than he was letting on. But obviously Blair cares more. And uh, Blair tells, tells Chuck that uh, thanks uh, to his vendetta, they both lost and Jenny Humphrey won. And so Jenny comes over and tells Blair she's leaving again. Uh, despite what happened today, she can't beat her because in order to beat you and I have to become you and i'm better than that which jenny really having her cake and eating it too she's like yeah i swooped in for one day only oh, to yes. beat you at your own game but also, but also I'm better i don't than care that, so, <laughs> so i'm gonna retire again like like somehow, she somehow like, both... fucks him up and takes the high road yeah she said exactly she both swooped down to blair's level and then got right back up on her high horse to say she's better than her not anyone can just pull that off <laughs> she's awesome all, all that meditating up in hudson <laughs> yeah exactly i mean zenny jenny at it again zenny jenny uh, nice Dan hears all this. He's proud of his sister again. And Jenny tells Chuck and Blair that they used to be in love and together they were invincible. But now that they've turned against each other, it's only a matter of time before their mutual destruction. And when that happens, maybe she'll think about coming home. Uh, boy, I can't wait for that day. I hope it comes soon. Um, it's kind of funny that then, she won't come home until Blair and Chuck are in love again. It's a weird Yeah, the ultimate Blair and Chuck shipper. <laughs> Jenny, yeah. Jenny's been keeping up with Gossip Girls. Like, come on, Blair and Chuck, please get back together. <laughs> Uh, but until then, Jenny wishes them goodbye, good riddance, and good luck, and walks back inside with Dan. Um, Serena comes in to Colin's office. Uh, she was leaving a note under his door that explains everything, but uh, she thought he wouldn't be here. Now that he's here, uh, she's going to come in. She thought he'd be out celebrating, but actually Colin's here preparing Monday's lecture because Serena got him thinking. And boy, I bet that's probably enough to win Serena back over because she's Serena. <laughs> <laughs> that is about right. Yep. Colin's like... If my class is so important to you, then uh, maybe I should try a little harder. Which this guy was just, just got hired. He was going to half-ass it all semester yeah. teaching this uh, teaching this course. It sounds like he was going to. Yeah, I, I don't. He's probably not like a legit professor. I don't know. I, I don't know what he's <laughs> going to do up there. But now he's got to really teach. It sucks because his his plan went from just dating Serena, which would have been kind of easy for him, and now he's got to teach a class. Juliet, why the Juliet, why the fuck am I becoming a college professor for this plan? What the fuck? Don't worry, it'll pan out. <laughs> yeah, I wrote a book. I don't know anything about the psychology of business, though. First, she had, me, so, she had him write the book. Um, Colin understands that uh, Serena needs to figure out her life, and if this course can help her, then that's great. But the course is only seven weeks. Which, I, what kind of half yeah, semester the class is, is this? Yeah, it's yeah. only a seven week course. All right. Like, I was and impressed they, Serena- they kind of got the whole like ad drop thing for real. Like, like a lot yeah, of times when, yeah. when shows talk about any sort of schooling, it's like. They make everything up like as if no one has ever gone to school before. So the, <laughs> yeah, the ad yeah. drop was like a low bar to hit, but they they nailed it, and I was very surprised. But I don't know the seven week classes. <laughs> seven week, the classic seven week course that are always <laughs> happening. And so uh, he's like, and you know, until then we can get to know each other as teacher and student by the book. Oh. Uh, that book, of course, being Winner by Colin Forrester. <laughs> um, he's he's willing to wait. 
And then he says, he's willing to wait. Yeah, chapter 19 is how to date your, how to ethically date your student. (laughs) (laughs) He's willing to wait if she is. Like, come on. Realistically, how long is that going to last? A A week, maybe? One class? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. literally not going to last at all. And so Serena's going to stay in his class, see him Monday, and he tells her not to even think about putting an apple on his desk, which isn't even funny. Like, I hated this scene. (laughs) No, that's funny at all. Everyone sucks. (laughs) He's already got that stupid glass apple on his desk. Yeah, he's like, don't put a dab on it. There's no chance you're going to be teacher's pet. Like, you're, we get it. You're fucking your student. She's going to get good grades now. Like, okay. <laughs> um, Jenny's leaving again. Dan doesn't want to leave her because he's so proud of her. Uh, Jenny's a little discouraged that she can't even come back for a day without the old Jenny coming back. But Dan thinks she'll be fine. And uh, what, what do we think? Is, is Jenny in danger of going back to the old Jenny again? Or is she going to be new and improved uh, Zenny Jenny for good? She's going to be Zenny Jenny for good. I'm confident in that. Okay, so this was like the last hurrah. I think I think that's it, especially because she's going to be like on the show less and less from now on. Right. So uh, they hug, and Jenny thanks him for being a good brother. Uh, like we said, we got a lot of Jenny and Dan in this episode, which I really like. Haven't really seen a ton of that since season one, so very nice to see it again. And uh, Jenny gets in her cab, and she's off back to Hudson. Uh, were you surprised that it was just a one one episode for Jenny? And uh, do you think she'll be back again? And and uh, how soon? Well, I hope she's just back. Uh, more sporadically because it, it was a pretty good chunk of her not being here. So I hope she's here every other, every third. Just I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be sad to see her go. She's This is like kind of her send-off. I know. Hopefully still plenty pl- plenty of Jenny to continue the run. Plenty of Zenny Jenny to, to come. That was a pretty good run, you got to admit. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to admit it. Please it was, but it. I don't want to admit it. <laughs> please admit it. Okay. Um, Chuck knocks on Blair's door. He tells Blair that Jenny's right, which is something that I love hearing. And uh, if they don't stop, they'll both end up dead. And he likes himself too much to let that happen. Why is he telling Blair to stop? This war has been 99% one-sided, and it's been all him. <laughs> yeah, which it totally makes sense that she's like, uh, why don't you just like, write double cross in the sky? It makes yeah, exactly. More, it, makes, it makes it easier for me. Because that's what He's it seems one- like this is. You can't trust this fucking guy at all. No. He's the one that wanted to keep going. Chuck offers a truce, but Blair doesn't believe him, obviously. And uh, he says, we can keep blaming each other for what happened that night, or we can admit a harder truth. It was no one's fault. It was fate. Tragedy. Which, a very convenient conclusion for Chuck to come to. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely. I'm going to start Let's using that for about everything fault I do. It was. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, let's forget about whose fault it was that I fucked Jenny Humphrey. Right. <laughs> like, the real, the real, the real person to blame here is fate. Like obviously, yeah. I am. We're all looking am, for the guy I, who yeah, did I this. Think, I don't know. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I think he calls it even because of what she did to Eva. But I, I, again, his stuff is way worse, and he's just like, "Well, you yeah. ruined all of my life, so uh, right. I hate you more than you hate me now." <laughs> Yeah, so they play all the uh, woulda, coulda, shouldas that uh, fate and tragedy got in the way of. And Blair says, you know, it could have been different, but it's not. And Chuck tells her that they're holding on to the pain because it's all they have left. But we don't have to. We have a choice. We're, get, we're getting very deep here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the biggest coulda, shoulda, woulda is like the I – mean, we, we talked about it during that episode. But the Dorota labor stuff, if she left mm-hmm. a little bit earlier or if Dorota went into labor a little bit earlier and she got up to Let's the not- Empire State Building just just like five minutes ahead of time. Right. Let's not blame uh, Dorota and her uh, giving birth here, because if Blair just sends a text to right, right, Chuck, right. Dorota's pre- Dorota's giving birth, gonna be a little late to the Empire State Building. Give him a call. None of this Anything. happens. Yeah. <laughs> but 
So uh, Blair sighs, accepts the truth, and they shake on it. And the simple touch of their hands is almost too much for them. As uh, Blair tells Chuck to see himself out as Love the Way You Lie by Eminem and Oh Rihanna my God, it's playing. the best. Yeah. <laughs> Another fantastic 2010 music cue to end the episode. Allie, yeah. we were just talking last week about how the 2010 soundtrack of the season really reminds us oh of the Allie God. Dwyer party era. And if your mom oh. is listening, stop listening. We don't want to remind you of the <laughs> Allie Dwyer party era. <laughs> Literally, uh, Fly Like a G6 came on last week. Dude, and I was like, I okay, this is taking back to Hallie, Allie Dwyer's Allie Dwyer's that Hallie one Dwyer. and what was Literally, it okay. um, Bottoms Up Trey Songs that's a good one oh my god Ooh, how, <laughs> how on earth is it the banger. same two songs that everyone mentions because Allie Dwyer no and <laughs> anyone who doesn't care about Lindenhurst skip ahead but a couple no, of weeks ago I was them. hanging out they with uh, Mutual Mutual Yes, I was hanging out with mutual friend and friend of the uh, future friend of the podcast, Harry Thomas, and oh we were God. we were at yes, love Harry, uh, and he also loves you. We we were, we were both talking about how we both so love much. you the other the other night. It was we had very a nice. fantastic and Pride weekend so last year where everything was chaotic. I heard and he told he told me he told me all about it. I was so jealous that I wasn't there. Um, next time, next time, I, I'm inviting myself. By the way, absolutely, I'm, I'm please. Fantastic. But so we were there and Harry's like, oh, I have to request a song. And he requested and Bottoms <laughs> Up starts playing. And it comes on and I got so hyped. I started singing it. He's, and I was like, Harry, do you know what this reminds me of? And he goes, Ali Dwyer's Halloween party. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, for, it is somehow just common knowledge that that oh song and your party goes hand in hand. I don't know that's why. So, it's literally I didn't the first realize I was that legendary. That's so exciting for me. If that's, if that's so all I'm known because... for the rest of my life, I'll take it. I'm good. <laughs> And it's so funny because it's the same exact song that you just mentioned. Which were you just playing that song on repeat? It must have been party that night. I wake up to it every morning. And like a G six. So anyway, back back to the matter at hand. Here. Oh right, yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah. The, <laughs> the door closes and Blair looks like she's gonna cry. Chuck walks away looking dejected. Uh, another amazing Blair and Chuck scene. They Blair and Chuck are killing it with their scenes this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really are. It's uh, the the, the tension is building and building and we're, we're, we're this, this is almost a classic chuck and blair scene it, it wasn't it wasn't yeah. quite the uh the train station or whatever, sure, whatever no, yeah, were, of course but, not uh, hard hard to compete with that it's still good um we gotta have our juliet cliffhanger of the week we Can't have wait. to it's, it's a staple of the show in season I, I, four I, honestly I'm, I'm down for this just to be every episode of season four i, I it has been so far, and I, I love it. Juliet's crying. Nate calls her, asks her to come over. She says she doesn't think so, and it's like, oh, okay, well, my dad's going to be okay. Thanks for asking. <laughs> love a passive-aggressive <laughs> Nate. And Juliet says she's glad, but... And now she's crying harder and saying this is so hard, and Nate takes this to mean that Juliet uh, found out that his dad was in jail, so now that she thinks she can do better, and Juliet pleads with Nate and tells him that he's different than anyone she's ever known, but uh, Nate won't even hear her out. What? Why is he I, so sensitive about about the jail thing? I, I don't know. Why what, was, is, is anyone on his case about his dad being in jail? Is this a stigma <laughs> for him? No. <laughs> I don't know why Nate was so immediately angry. I, I, he tells her to save it because she's exactly like everyone he's ever known. And I also don't know what Juliet was doing in the conversation here. What was she about like to tell him she was the truth? Say. Yeah. Was she finally going to like listen to her brother and dump him? Like, what was s- happening? I think she was about to dump him, but she really wanted to tell him the truth. Like she she was saying. To her brother, we don't know what the truth oh, is I still. Guess, right. I guess because at this point she knows that uh, Nate's dad got his shit, shit rocked because he is still dating him, so she knows right. that she has to dump him. Um, and how that she does I am like just, him. Right, and so that's what, yeah. So uh, Nate's going to think it's because uh, she knows that his dad's in prison now. Um, 
Juliet hears the elevator ring, so she says she has to go, and Nate just, uh, you know, scoffs at her. And who walks in but Colin Forrester? Just gives her a, hey, Juliet. Uh, did you see this one coming? Absolutely not. Left no, fucking field I, for me. I, yeah, I remember the first time watching this, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what There's, the there's so many cliffhangers, like, the twists like this that you it's can all connected. Yeah. When, when you see it, like, all that connected. makes sense. But this one, I was like, what? Yeah. This was a, <laughs> Brendan, how on earth are they drop. connected? I I don't I don't know I obviously they are and that's all we know is that they, they like yeah is I can't even make a prediction because I I don't know bread I don't I don't want to I don't want to make shit up this is why this is why we need long seasons in TV shows again mm-hmm. so that we can have these storylines that drag out for half a season <laughs> right I love it and so like they really make you want to watch the next episode every time and so colin asks what's wrong juliet says you know she's fine it was just a bad day and uh colin assumes that juliet is here for her check and not just for alcohol so colin that makes it even her, more confusing her money yeah and, and he says, a quick theory i had was like oh i guess um she's the new ta <laughs> like wait a second <laughs> <laughs> i don't think professors directly pay their tas i think they get paid in school in their apartments out of his own over drinks yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Juliet just has a key to her professor's <laughs> apartment. <laughs> and he asks how it's going, and Juliet's like, you weren't kidding when you said this would be a challenge. So, so he's like the kingpin behind all this or something. I, right. I, I, That's what it seems like. So, so Colin tells her that all good things are worth waiting for, and Juliet smiles. Like, seriously, what the hell is going on? What a way to end the episode. <laughs> and uh, that's our episode. Brendan, do you have any predictions? Uh, I don't. I, don't. I, I, I feel like maybe... He's related to the two of them, also. He's uh, he's the cousin that uh, the cousin. that that Juliet is also in love with. That I, honestly, <laughs> that's sort of where my head's at. Yeah. Hot, hot cousin. Yeah, hot cousin. <laughs> next next episode, she's gonna be like, "Thank God you're not in jail because you're so hot. You wouldn't last in there, cousin. <laughs> big, cu- big cousin. Big, big cousin. Big cousin. Because <laughs> <laughs> the worst example of that was I was I think I've said this before, but I was watching One Tree Hill and someone greeted uh, Nate by saying. What's up, little brother-in-law? Like, come on. No one has ever said that in their life. (laughs) Like, you can more organically have that come up where I can find out that you're you're a sister-in-law. You don't have to fucking do this. I came into Nicole Nicole's mom, uh, big (laughs) mother-in-law. Big (laughs) mother-in-law. She's going to like that. (laughs) All right. Let's get into some segments here as we wrap up. Uh, I took a comment from the Gossip Girl wiki for this episode Mm. instead. A fandom user on August 18th, 2018 said, Selena's... Selena? Nope. Serena's dress was awful. She looked like one of Captain Kirk's many, slutty in parentheses, alien women straight out of Star Trek. Yikes! Everyone hates her outfit. I thought it was another awesome outfit. She looked hot as hell. I want to know more about, I mean, I would. you could not pay me enough to watch Star Trek, but I want to know more about Captain Kirk's many slutty alien women. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Very interesting, yeah. Hashtag me too. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's what that's what the hashtag was referring to. Uh-huh. Uh, next, to Star Trek. Next, next week, the episode is titled War at the Roses. Brendan, do you have any predictions based on the episode title? Uh, No. All right, did, well. Uh, what the hell? I don't know. You know what? I'll say, um, what is it, Blair surprise who shows up at her birthday party? Uh, did you read the <laughs> preview for next episode? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, Blair is surprised at her birthday party. Oh, that's weird. You, 
you just talked a big game last episode. How about you don't cheat? And you still aren't cheating on the references, but you are, no. you are cheating now by reading what's going to happen next. I'm episode. not. I just left that on this, this TV screen for too long, and I like I, I just glanced mm. like oh, I, I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was the one from. It was a mistake. No, yes. It was Blair, a little big Blair, mistake. Blair is surprised don't at her birthday me. party. So we are we are getting Blair's birthday next week. Should be a fun time. Uh, let's get into our episode grades. I went first last week. So, Brendan, you can go first this week. What grade are you giving this episode? It, I, I, I don't know. This, this is a... Uh, right. You really seem like you're struggling here. I am struggling. I, I'm actually, like, scratching my head. I don't know if you can hear it. Let me try and get it. Oh, yeah. Oh, you heard man. that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some good ASMR. It's, it's really good. I, I, it's a... Uh, Every like like Ali was saying earlier, every episode is sort of the same. It just depends on how many twists and turns <laughs> you're gonna get. And this one had more twists and turns than your average Gospel Girl. So I I, I almost want to give this an A because it, it it hit me so hard with, at the end there. Where I, I you heard it from me before. I I did not see any of that coming. Uh, and we're, we're getting these little bits of uh, of crumbs here and there to, to kind of as soon as you think you might have a piece together, they hit you with another thing. Um, they say not every, so fast. Everybody's it was used well. There's no <laughs> Vanessa here. One of our favorite characters is back and like, <laughs> absolutely fucking nailed it. Uh, Chuck and Blair are great together. Every, everything worked. We even said a little bit of Eric. Hey, hey, we, hey, we, hey, we do. Easy. All a. right. So you're giving it a perfect A. Ellie, would you like to go next? What grade would you like to give this episode? You know, I never thought about the grade I would give it. So now, kind of hearing Brendan's answer, I was surprised. I don't know if I would give it an A. This is also the first Gossip Girl episode that I've rewatched in like years. So coming out the gate, I was like super excited and it was a little less chaotic than I was hoping. Like it was, there was a lot of good mellow moments. So I wow. personally, I'm going to give it a mm-hmm. B, but I think that okay. I like All it right. a lot more after having this conversation because it really opened my eyes to different perspectives where I was like, you know what? Maybe oh, yeah. it is better. Maybe I was just expecting like, it always like does. another threesome scene, you know, I was expecting the chaos. <laughs> right. So it was a little we less have every threesome episode. Every, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> although another Hillary Duff threesome, you know, <laughs> you need it. You need, also, yeah, every Hillary Duff threesome would give me an A. Bring, yeah, for sure. A. I mean that that is, that is the rule. If there's a Hillary yeah. Duff threesome, it gives an automatic yeah. A. It'll give me a um, B maybe too. B plus. I might for give me, it a B plus just because I think the dress okay. was really clever. Right, I we, really love that dress scene. I do. And Tim Gunn is a what is he doing there? I love it. Like yeah, B plus, B plus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. I think uh, in response to that, Tim Gunn would say, "Oh my." clutch his pearls Uh, Um, for me I really had fun with uh, last week's episode and I really had fun with this one as well so uh, we are really hitting our stride in season 4 now I am excited to keep going Uh, I think that Jenny coming back and mixing right into the Blair versus Chuck war was a top tier plot I I mean just the fact that Jenny comes back is enough to make Mm -hmm. me love this episode the fact that she takes down Chuck and Blair is just icing on the cake Mm. Um, also nice to get some Jenny and Dan moments and uh, once again Vanessa not being in an episode lets Dan actually (laughs) have a good episode that he's not tied down to this whatever the fuck Vanessa is um, <laughs> the Nate and Juliet stuff also also still going pretty strong uh, I think there's still plenty of intrigue with the Juliet plot uh, mm. that asshole the captain was even likable in this one uh, the <laughs> one storyline that I didn't really care for was the Serena and Colin of it all uh, we've seen yeah. this before it, it took exactly. up too much of the episode like okay okay so Serena's making bad decisions and dating someone she shouldn't just because What's he's like new? hot and charming great great let's watch this play out again right. I, I just <laughs> 
I didn't like watching them whenever sure. they came on my screen. But, At least it did know, tie into it, everything else. We didn't know it, it was did, going yes. to, but it did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it enough to change this from an A to an A minus for me? I, I I thought it was. Then I remembered mm. how much I really loved the last three scenes: the Dan and Jenny goodbye mm. scene, another amazing top tier Blair and Chuck scene. You know, not top top tier, but right there. And then the what the fuck Juliet Colin cliffhanger scene. Mm. But then I also remembered that uh, Ivanka Trunk Trump and Jared Kushner are in this episode, so I can't get yeah. an A in good conscience. So I I will bump it down to an A minus. And uh, for the second week in a row, we're 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 uh, step laddering wow. here. The, That's the actually what gave plus, me a minus a. from A minus to A was the Ivanka Trump. Oh, that, that made they you bumped, They bumped it up, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's do our MVPs of the episode. Brendan, are you giving Ivanka Trump an MVP? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you giving your MVP? Yeah. Um, now, someone with the same colored hair. Uh, Jenny Humphrey. Could be, any, could easy, be anyone. Could be anyone, yeah. A lot of characters. <laughs> Jenny Humphrey, easy MVP for me. I don't think I need to even explain myself. She she rocks it. Uh, it's these are the episodes that we loved about her and she comes back and it's like she never forgot even though she forgot a lot of her lines when she was there on set <laughs> she didn't forget how to be Jenny Humphrey much to the dismay of Tim Gunn <laughs> how could you be giving Jenny an MVP she didn't even know her lines <laughs> such a little brat <laughs> sorry Timmy sorry little Timmy all right see ya <laughs> Ali, who's your MVP of the episode I gotta say Jenny as well. I really, I thought that she brought it. Wow. I loved that she was maturing, but also stooped down a little bit for my enjoyment. And I respected that and I appreciated that. Very good. Yeah, I, I was all set to give Chuck MVP throughout most of this episode because mm-hmm. it seemed like he was controlling everything and that Blair and Jenny were his puppets and everything was going according to plan. But then Jenny gets a little bit of power yeah. and decides she wants to play the game again. And mm-hmm. that was enough for Jenny to come out on top. Like e- Even Blair says that Jenny Humphrey won. Even Gossip Girl says it. Like Everyone is in yeah. agreement that Jenny C- Humphrey came back to town for one day and was able to go toe-to-toe with Chuck and Blair again and come out mm-hmm. on top. And then yeah. she's still able to tell Blair that she's better than her and doesn't want to be like her and somehow yeah. keep she her She had a lot of good one-liners. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she was yeah. great. Plus, she adds, you know, the cute sibling scenes with Dan. Plus, she ends up winning Tim Gunn over as well. Oh, and she's, like, responsible for getting Chuck and Blair to end their war. Like, how could you not <laughs> give the MVP to Jenny? So, also for the second straight episode, we have a queen sweep. Jenny sweeping the MVPs. Last week, it was Juliet. This week, it is Jenny with the with the queen sweep. Brendan, not to get all negative, but who's your LVP of the episode? Uh, LVP of the episode. It's hard because I think a lot of people have good episodes. Whether, even though if mm-hmm. if they were like a Chuck or Blair who was just they're just being themselves and not really being great people, they they were very entertaining. Uh, so I, I wouldn't give it to either one of them. Dan mm-hmm. was good. Jenna's obviously great. Lily, I would never give an LVP to. Um, <laughs> Rufus really he he served his role. He he did what he does. Uh, his, he was, he was utilized great. He was, yeah, yeah, he, was, he served his chili <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> Nate was like a little boring. We didn't get too much of him, but he was still fine. He was a good friend to Dan early on and just checking up on him. Captain, best he's ever been. Um, <laughs> I w- and that leaves us with, uh, I guess, like Juliet, who seems to have some sympathy for, for Nate. I, I, I like that. She's coming around on him and seems like more of a human being than she ever has so far. Um, I got to give it to Serena. She's, mm-hmm. I mean, I, this is not her worst episode, but I feel like it's, it's a rare episode for everyone to be relatively enjoyable. Uh, and she is just, you know, falling into her old habits, and she just refuses to to grow as a character. So, uh, <laughs> great, great dress. She is my everyone my else favorite. is growing around her, and she's like, okay, just, but did you okay. see me not get into that cab? Right, I guess for <laughs> her growth, like she's she's in school finally. I guess is uh, yeah. good enough for her. Um, is she? She's though? a, a great know. Star Trek slut. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know more so than Nate, but yeah, not not a, not a great uh, student. So LVP. 
Is there um, a way we could kind of do a play on the cumin, like a cumin coming on the Rufus T-shirt? I'm back to obviously. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, if we have like a like a daddy's cumin home, maybe with on the back where he's okay. eating the chili, would that? Do you think that would work? Or, or is that that's something like something that that like, spawns a little bit of me? Maybe he's like eating the chili and it's so good he goes, "Oh, I'm cumin." <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to display on a T-shirt. I don't know. <laughs> It has to, I think it has to be like an anime or something. That would help, right. that would help a little bit. <laughs> We're making Gossip Girl the anime? <laughs> yes. I think like they're they're better at like kind of showing that. I those, those that kind of sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Ali, any fan out there that wants to work on that, please go. Yeah, <laughs> please get right to it. Ali, I will pay who's your LVP of the episode? <laughs> my LVP, <laughs> my LVP, I think, is Colin. I think that. You know, Serena was definitely falling back into her old habits, but she was being enabled. Yeah. This guy was not helping her not be a terrible person again. And I think that if he was sure. kind of like, yeah, you know, you're right. Like, maybe maybe I shouldn't be fucking my student. Like, that's a really good idea, Serena. <laughs> and she'd be like, yeah, that's fair. And then everything would be fine and she'd be doing great and her mom would love her again. But unfortunately, <laughs> he unfortunately. is an enabler. And so <laughs> Colin gets my LVP. That's that's fair. We we have both both sides of the uh, of the relationship getting an LVP here, and I would uh, love to give Ivanka Trump an LVP just because I can. But you know, Serena <laughs> just annoyed me too much to ignore in this episode. So Ivanka, you've been spared. I, I feel like you know we've said that's it all already. So she spends the night with a guy she said she would never give the time of day to. She yeah. she still thinks the fact that she didn't get put into a cab is something meaningful. <laughs> meaningful. Uh, she starts dating her professor. She wants to drop her class, just his class, mm. just so she can keep dating him. And then even when she decides to stay in his class, she's like, she still essentially stays with him because, like, how long is this going to strictly be a teacher-student relationship? So yeah. she she is setting up herself up for trouble here. Uh, she fell for Lily's level one reverse psychology play. <laughs> uh, so not a great look there. She she's just being herself again, and that's enough to be the LVP of the episode for me. So I will also be giving it to Serena. And uh, very good. That that's gonna do it for our uh, segments, except of course for everyone's favorite segment, Lonely Boys Theater. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. And for this one, <laughs> we are going to do that that scene towards the end with Blair, Chuck, and Jenny, where uh, Blair and Chuck are arguing about whose fault it is that Jenny really really beat them in this episode. So. Um, Allie, you're a guest. Which which role would you like to play, uh, Blair, Chuck, or oh, Jenny? This is so hard. I kind of honestly, I kind of want to be Chuck. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go for so it. So Blair will be just because after watching. Uh, Brennan, do you want to just watching this whole episode? I just like can't stop thinking about how ridiculous his voice is, and like how that's just like who he it's is. Really and good. I'm like, and I kind of want to. I want to try my hand. At, uh, you want to live in that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane that anyone speaks the way that Chuck speaks. But um, so, um, all right. So, Brendan, do you want to be Jenny, and I will, uh, I will be my usual Blair. Sounds good to me. All right. Does everyone have their script in front of them? I Ready do. to go. All right. Are you happy now that you've humiliated both of us? It's in your own bloody hands, Lady Macbeth. What did you think would happen when you played Carrie with her dresses? I only did it because you lured her back here to torture me. I warned you I wouldn't stop. And thanks to your vendetta, we both lost, and Jenny Humphrey won. Oh, there she, there she is now, that little fucking asshole. Hey. If you've come to Jenny, gloat... Jenny. I, sh- Jenny, shut the fuck up. If you've come to gloat, I would relish the moment. It will be fleeting. You're right, because I'm leaving. 
Despite what happened today, I can't beat you. In order to beat you, I'd have to become you. And I'm better than that. At least I want to be. What? The? Nice try, Jenny Humphrey. We know you're just scared and want to save Jenny. face. <laughs> you two used to be in love. And together, you were invincible. But now that you've turned against each other, it's just a matter of time before your mutual destruction. And when that happens, maybe I'll think about coming home. I'm obviously a, a huge shipper. But for now, goodbye, <laughs> good riddance, and good luck. All right, fine. I love you again, Chuck. Oh, I love you guys, too. Let's make it a three-way kiss. Yay! Where's Hillary Duff? <laughs> yes, Hillary Duff does need to sanction every three threesome. Every three <laughs> the, <laughs> the patron saint of threesomes. Um, all right. Another fantastic Lonely Voice Theater. Everyone is giving us an ovation. Stunning. That was amazing. Uh <laughs> And that's 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 it. That's all we have, except of course for some plugs. But before we get to that, Ali, I just want to mm. thank you for finally coming yes, on the you, podcast. This I'm was so, so sorry. much fun. Thanks for so, rounding out Linda Hurst month. I mean, I have you know we have kept up on Twitter back and forth. It was great to finally hear your voice again. Mm-hmm. Great to catch up. Uh, hopefully, Always. we can uh, we can talk soon. I'll see you. I'll see you. Uh, for uh for, for pride this week uh this, yeah. week this year i'll see you for pride i'll see you for pride this year oh shit that's coming this episode up. is releasing in june gotta book my gotta book my tickets soon i guess um, um uh do you have anything you'd like to plug at this hour oh shit um i don't know should i i didn't i didn't think about any plugs to be honest i mean you don't do you usually to? plug no um i don't know um I mean, don't, don't I sleep with your college professor. Another, another, uh, great. That's a great, that's a great that's advice. It. Um, if advice. I don't have anything to plug, I'll just say what I'm watching on TV, which, which also hasn't been much recently because I've been very busy. But Yeah, I mean, my plug is also stream bottoms up. And uh... <laughs> Okay. See? Good, good, good to know. Every, good. Everyone should be, everyone listen to bottoms up and yeah. you will be transported back to a magical time in 2010 when it's a great song we were, <laughs> all, at, we were all at a halloween party yeah. drinking four logos the original recipe <laughs> the original recipe of four logos the one that killed people <laughs> we turned out um, fine <laughs> brendan we, i think i think we did i think we turned out fun because of the logos so true <laughs> Bre- brendan what are you plugging well, I, I famously had my first four logo uh, at a birthday party of mine maybe two two years ago, which is oh, not the original right. recipe. Pete I brought the logos for, for me. I didn't oh, want yeah, it, yeah, and he's like, "I'm buying three flavors." <laughs> <laughs> okay, like you're having the one that's eleven percent. Like, okay, thank you, Pete. If you're still listening after an hour fifty-five, then good for you. Um, I'm. I, it, it when this releases, it will be May, but. Lucky for so you. Charles month and lucky will be for me. Lu- Charles month is spilling over into May because we had scheduling oh! conflicts. <laughs> so I get to keep plugging Charles month. The month that never ends. <laughs> the month that never ends. You know, I, I was hyping up how amazing it was that in March, uh, the Happy Boys podcast had been releasing an episode per week for five weeks in a row. Now, in a span of five weeks, we re- released one or two so <laughs> the show's really going down the tubes but yeah it's, the, e- the it's easy to we... have a, it's easy to have a whole month of charles guests when you only have one mo- <laughs> that's episode the in the month <laughs> that's the, and you, that you guy's name is charles <laughs> that's a really good bit too is like not even just do two just like do one guy in the middle of the month and that's the, <laughs> all of our content but yeah i will say like even though it's a lack of content the content itself is it speaks for itself it, it's an, mm-hmm. it's incredible uh even though the other one we haven't recorded yet i'm sure it's going to be even better than the first charles month episode um charles kurz can't stop saying how excited he's to come on um maybe he just feels bad for us having to keep pushing it but but, but i like to think he's genuinely <laughs> excited 
So we'll be talking to him soon. Um, um, otherwise, uh, our sister show, The Sandy Boys, is over at patreon.com slash thehoppyboyspod. You can find our OC coverage there for just three bucks a month. We have like 15 episodes up at this point. So go check out that. We're getting close to the end of the season of season one of the OC. So check out that coverage. It's so, so good. Can I? Yes, everyone, please check that out. Uh, can I give you the uh, the Charles fact of the week for Charles month? Do you want to give it to me off pot or give it to me now? No, no, I'm giving it to you now. This came okay. up in my in a group in my group chat today. Uh, coincidentally, during Charles Month, so that's how you know it's Charles Month. Yeah, everything's yeah. coming up. Charles uh, Mount Rushmore is named after a New York City attorney, Charles E. Rushmore. Uh, he was sent out oh, wow. to uh, to this <laughs> to this area in 1884 to check legal titles on properties. And on his way back to Pine Camp, he asked Bill Chalice, uh, a, a local resident and guide, the name of the mountain. And Bill replied, "Never had a name, but from now on, we'll call it Rushmore." So Charles Rushmore. Charles was Rushmore. So that's <laughs> your oh. Charles fact of the week for Charles, Charles Month. Week. Thanks. This is now Thank officially you. We have to an do that next, next year now. Okay, great. <laughs> um, as for me, once again, I have not had time to do anything except for work and podcast and run. Uh, I did find time to uh, watch Elton John's farewell concert at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> so uh, You went there? <laughs> no, no. They, it's oh. on Disney+. Plus. It okay. was streamed live on Disney+, Plus, and then I That's finally cool. got around to, to watching it. it. It was good for all you Elton John fans. I'd say I'm a, like, a, like a lukewarm fan. Like I, I like him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would ever buy a ticket to his concert because they're <laughs> crazy expensive um i was singing some elton john at back in high though. school again just to go back to high school and uh amber's dad famously said he's as gay as the day is long but boy can he sing <laughs> that sounds like fucking hick amber's dad <laughs> like uh, most gays can't sing but this one can <laughs> So we'll leave you on that note. You can follow, you can follow, me, you can follow me. You can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at Ruppy Puppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. Allie, would you like them to follow your Twitter at all? Oh, absolutely not. Do not find me. Okay. <laughs> Actually, no, you can. I think on Twitter. What is it? <laughs> if you find me, I will Venmo you a dollar. That's This is the game. <laughs> wow. Oh, and, oh. That's a, and that's a guarantee. It was set on a podcast, so it has oh, to Oh, no. It How many listeners to, we say if, find, if you find this podcast, I'll Venmo us a dollar. <laughs> all right. So uh, follow us all on Twitter. Allie, if you can find her. And uh, me and Brendan, <laughs> I mean, you should know our handles by now. Um, and in the meantime, you can come back next week where we'll be breaking down season four, episode seven. Uh, what was it called again? <laughs> oh, War, War of the Roses. Uh, with another special guest, of course. But until then, you know you love us. XOXO. Lovely boys. boys. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.